Hey, Luke. What's up, Tilly? Why can't your nose be 12 inches long? I don't know. Because then it'd be a foot. This week on another digital citizen, we have all we can talk about. News of the week, Money in the Bank results, NXT review with special guests, uh, the wrestling man. We are going to talk about All Eyes on Me and Jeremy's favorite program, Big Brother, United Kingdom. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome citizen. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another Digital Citizen episode 89 of uh, Let's say hi to Tilly. Hi Tilly. Hey Fro, hey everybody. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing better, but still yeah. poorly. But good in general, high spirits. Uh, gotta, better gotta than be me happy. Than, I'm in bad spirits. Uh, I will talk about that soon. Uh, hi Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. That was a great... <laughs> I'm in bad spirits. I'll tell everybody soon. Hi, Luke. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's not because of Luke. It wasn't Luke's Maybe. fault. It's not why that went like that. <laughs> Maybe it's your fault. Yeah, Maybe Luke. I didn't think about that. Maybe I can blame you, Luke. It just made me kind of sound like an afterthought, but all right. Uh, oh, what's your problem, Fro? Oh, you're, you're not the afterthought at all. You you are our main man. Come on, yeah, we love you. Yeah. It's like saying Stephen Fry was on QI. Of course he was. He, you know. Yeah. You're here. You're Luke. You're. I have no frame of reference for that, but all right. <laughs> Other people. We love you. What's uh, the point? When you watch QI, you'll know. Yeah. Someday. Um. When Tilly sends me a link to some type of way I can get a hold of it. Uh, I'm sure you can get it on the BBC. You know what happened to me this week? I went into town and I was cruising around. I needed to get some food. I went to Burger King drive through. I got a chicken sandwich. And I ro- roll up to the thing with my money out. And I try to hand it to the guy. And he's like, nope. I'm like, what? He's like, no, we're not taking money. All of our computers are down. I was like, what? Okay. And they just gave me the meal for free. I was like, oh. wow, that's... Awesome. <laughs> that is. You should, I suppose you should gonna have to go around order more. <laughs> yeah. I was so confused when it happened. I was like, <laughs> wait, what? Like, I I don't understand what, so what's crazy. going on right now. It's just yeah. refusing to do maths and writing things down, so just have it. 
But then again, I, you I, get yeah, that. that's what I was thinking too. You get it on a smaller scale at McDonald's. You know, if somebody orders something like an apple pie or something, and it's been out too long, they can't stick it back in the heat. They should be like, anybody want this? It's going in the bin. So sure, might yeah. As well, yeah. You might but this it. was because there was computers were down. It's like you were saying. It's like people are incapable of doing math yeah. when computers aren't involved anymore. I guess. It's like, come on, guys! Ah, it's the one time you can have your phone while you're at work. It's my calculator. <laughs> it is Burger King. It's not like yeah. Yeah. It's not hard. When I worked on a bar, it, the till wasn't even a real till. It was just the drawer of it. And I had to keep They don't get paid open. enough to care, right? No. Not paid <laughs> enough for maths. <laughs> I ain't doing no maths. I work at Burger King. I got a cap with a bun I'd give stuff away for free all day if, if I didn't <laughs> if I could. Yeah, that's probably what they're thinking. It must be the time of year for people to be giving away free food. Because I got a million eggs from the shop for free today. Oh, yeah, I, oh, saw, yeah, I saw, that. saw something about that. It was, he'd mentioned that he's like, oh, they're, they're going out of date, so once they're out their date, I'll keep them to one side and you can have them. I thought maybe one or two boxes, and yeah, I got ten boxes of six eggs. <laughs> lots of pancakes. Lots Usually of... when my eggs start, like, are on the expiration date or, like, just before I'll hard boil them. Because that'll, like, yeah, you could do that to some of them because it'll make them last for another week or so yeah. after you hard boil them. You can yeah. also check them. Like, everybody worries. Sure, yeah. And yeah. They're just like, oh, you know, the sell by date, the sell by date, it's, it's nothing to do with that. You have to just put them in a thing of cold water. I use a big mixing bowl, put all of them in the cold water. If they float up to the top, they're bad, throw them away. If they sink down to the bottom, they they're all right something to do with the gases inside because it's got the little air pocket of oxygen and once it starts what, you're, going back. You're telling me the chickens didn't just turn to the farmer and go June 10th <laughs> and then they run on the box? Well, no, it, it comes out on the egg, doesn't it? They have that weird sort of imprinting <laughs> they come out, it prints it on them what, what date they, they need eaten by. Sometimes it gets rubbed off and sometimes, you know, the, the printing machine falls off. I would love a talking. I would love a talking chicken like going to the the farm. Is like, no, my de- my egg expirates another day. Come on, come I on. know my body. I know my periods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, no, I became single this week. That was fun. Mm, yeah, this is. Oh, so you had a good week then. I thought you said oh. you had a bad week. Oh. <laughs> this oh. is from a single guy who's been single for a while and loving it, but yeah. that's fine. To be fair, this is, I think this is, you know, all things like this are a blessing in disguise. If you want to, I don't know how much you're going to talk about it. Uh, I guess I can talk somewhat about it. I mean, it's not like I cheated on her. Oops! Whoopsie! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Not yep. made me very happy. I am not impressed. This no. might get me over to Norway to slap her in the face with a fish. <laughs> with a trout? <laughs> Wasn't think, that a the bass. idea? A bass, bass, yeah. So it could be bass to ass to mouth. I'd smack her in the face with it after uh, different. Uh, I'm slightly angry too. Sorry. Overprotective, Tilly. Yeah, I told Tilly totally what, what, what was going, going on. But yeah, no. I mean... I, I I got uh, uh, to know it in the most classic way ever. Uh, the boy that she was screwing by my back uh, looked through her cell phone when she was showering, 
and um, sure, yeah. And she he found uh, a post on her cell phone saying "proud boyfriend" instead of my last name. So that's how he found out she had another boyfriend. So what? And then he got a hold of you. Yep. Ah. Well, she's not very smart, so that. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Another At least reason. she's not clever. Yeah. She's not going to get away with yeah. it. Hopefully, many times before she realizes that you don't do that. It's not cool. You want to sleep with uh, somebody else? Uh, with the person you're with. I I uh, I'm going to miss to go to the cinema with somebody. I guess I need to go alone instead. So. <laughs> Oh, well, at least you can just go and see what you want to see. That's true. I don't have to. Well, she... That's true, yeah. Yeah. I should hook you up with my friends over here that go, and you can just sort of be online with them talking about the film while you're watching it. Just go and uh, see. Some people will love that in the theatre. Well, they can be quiet, sit <laughs> the at the back. Have everyone... Hello! <laughs> that would be so me? funny if you're on a Skype call <laughs> in the theater. It's like two steps up above the annoying guy on the cell phone. Oh my god, yes. You wouldn't even need to go to the cinema. They could just sort of have themselves oh. turned around. So you could oh my it. gosh. Really, the movie are you now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're never going to get to the news, are we? Nope. Oh, I think we're nope. trying to no. hide from it. Not this way. I've got some actually news that's not our news that happened today. The Queen's speech happened today. Uh, if you guys, uh, well, it's not much. I, 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 like I said last week, uh, Theresa May was trying to work with the DUP. I looked that up because we were kind of. I, I thought I had heard that last week, but yeah, it's definitely what they were trying to do. And the DUP is asking for six billion dollars to work with the conservatives. Wow. Um, and so it's looking like that might not happen. And if those two parties don't hook up, uh, they were supposed to have made a deal before the Queen's speech, and they haven't. So it's looking like Corbyn may end up becoming prime minister for the meantime until the end of the year where you guys will have another election. So that's oh, exciting. Oh, no. Yeah, that's so it'll be a hung right. parliament. Yeah. Um, right, but he would, have the, he would have the majority with the uh, Lib Dems and uh, the uh, what's the other party I'm not thinking of? Uh, Labour. Uh, UKIP. UKIP. Labour and, uh, yeah, yeah, and UKIP. Well, I know... Um, and, Oh, oh I just lost my train of thought news. then. Went on to UKIP. Oh, yeah. Have you looked into who the DUP are? Uh, I've heard. I've, I've, I haven't done a ton of research, but I've heard what people have talked about them as far as this election goes. Yeah, well, they're um, extremely. I kind of want to say evangelical. They run everything by the Bible. They're anti abortion, anti condoms. Um, Anti-Muslim, anti-everything. You know, if it's not in anti-immigration, yeah, there's a lot of racism happening here. Yeah, they're basically the the uh, Trump wing of the Republican Party here, mm -hmm. except yeah. Oh yeah, worse because they've actually all read the Bible and like quoting it, whilst you know. And like I said last week, they have a history of being involved with the IRA or at least supporting the IRA in the past. Yes. So. And the whole Catholic-Protestant divide, they're the, the Orange March men. So the them and the Tories getting together does not look like it's going to happen, especially since this Queen's speech happened today and they haven't made a deal, which is when I guess it's supposed to have happened. But Yeah, she's yeah that's kind of breaking news today. So. Our Queen was supposed to be announcing things, but nobody knows what's going on. Even the Queen doesn't know what's going on. I kind of love it. I haven't heard the speech yet, but I read a little article about it this morning and they were saying 
that she talked a lot about Brexit and she left out all of her other platform uh, issues except for Brexit. That's all she pretty much talked about. So. Well, she's probably just been on Facebook, but not for a couple of months. <laughs> do you think do you think the Queen is ever on Facebook? I would be... No, but ah, you know, the younger She probably doesn't know how to use Facebook, yeah. Why do you need she's to? Like, she's the Facebook. Queen. What's Facebook? What are people saying about me? Oh my god. I look so fat in that dress. Ah, I'm the queen. Uh, talking about queens, uh, Megan Kelly, uh, and they're interviewed, and I'm going to use that term lightly, uh, Alex Jones, this week. Uh, I... I guess she interviewed him, we just didn't get to see the interview. <laughs> right. Because I have no clue what they showed us, because that's not what they did. Now it's it's kind of weird. Did you see? Did you get to see it, Fro? Yes. Okay. Right, I didn't. What? What did they show? What well, I know, they weren't they gonna show it. They showed nothing. They showed nothing. Absolutely nothing. So a lot of what I've read was just clips from a radio show, with them Megan Kelly saying something before or after it. Right. The thing is, I tried to find the actual Megan Kelly segments about fifteen minutes, maybe a little more. Uh, and it was a lot of her talking about who Alex Jones is, like yeah. the people tuning in didn't know who Alex Jones was, so there was a lot of that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there were, they did an interview with him, but they just showed like, I would say five to ten second clips, maybe, maybe. six of them, yeah. so maybe less than a minute, maybe around a minute, minute and a half of actual interview time, <laughs> and they were all clipped out. It wasn't like they were in, in a in a like connected or anything. Yeah. They were just little bits and pieces. Um I guess this was a t they did terrible ratings is what I heard. This really did badly. I will uh, but there I guess the big story about this was everything that happened before it because people were outraged that that Megan Kelly was going to give mm. Alex Jones a platform uh is what they were saying. Yeah. Uh so all these places were trying to boycott this interview. Did you guys hear about this? Yeah, yes, they, as you said, they didn't want him, it was like how what you always said with Trump, like, you don't want to be giving him the airtime, you don't want to give him any, any more sure, than he's right. already got. But here, here's my main problem with that, like, freedom of press I, is is important for, for me, and I, I know it's important for you guys as well, but uh, for me, for me to make the editorial choices that Megan Kelly did in this interview I am I'm, I'm not sure what it is but it made me lose a lot of respect for that lady and I I, I always protected her you can ask uh, Luke I always talked nice about her I even have her book like it's one of my favorite books of last year and I really dig I really like Megan Kelly, but no, she is losing my respect fast. And what she did here is just a. Uh, it's kind of proving Trump new point about fake news, and it fucking irritates the balls out of me. It, this and this was about Alex Jones, remember? Right. Yeah. We gotta all remember this. Like, this is about a guy who you 
could easily skewer this guy a million ways to Sunday, and she yeah. managed to somehow just explain who he was and what he did in this 15-minute yeah. thing. And then she talked a little bit about uh, the Newtown Massacre, uh, where the, sh- the school got shot up, and Alex Jones had said it was a false flag or whatever. Oh, yeah, and so she talked all, a- all a fake. That was maybe two died. minutes of the 15-minute interview, though. Yeah. Uh, Maybe and they were strong-armed by everybody. You know, they were petitioning for them not to show it at all, not to give them the airtime. Maybe they were just sort of worked out a way that they could do it. And... This whole thing has backfired. Yeah. Because so when I posted the article I did about this is because I wanted to post the actual interview for all of us to watch. Obviously, Fro got a hold of it somehow. I found it on YouTube, like, the night of. But as I was finding it and looking on YouTube, Maybe an hour afterwards, because I, I, after the pa- I left early from the pay per view to go do Father's Day stuff. I came back, and the interview had been on had been on like an hour earlier. So I went to YouTube to try to find it, and NBC was already pulling those things like as fast as people could post them. Um, and if you look up like Alex Jones, uh, Megan Kelly interview on there, the only thing you find is it's from him. Goes directly to Infowars yeah. with. With uh, Alex Jones doing commentary over the top of the whole interview. So yeah. if you look it up online, it's sending you directly to Alex Jones. So if their whole plan was, oh, we're going to uh, make it so he looks bad or whatever, they've actually made a platform where when you look it up, because NBC didn't pr- uh, put it out on the internet themselves. Because yeah. even yeah. if you go to the NBC website, it's not there. Um They've created a scenario where if you look up their interview, you end up finding Alex Jones. So, yeah, they've created a uh, a scenario where Alex Jones is going to get more traffic from this, which he already was. Shit but... show 2017. <laughs> this was bad. Yeah, and the, overall, the segment was bad. But like we said with the Putin thing, there's not really an interview. That's why in our thing I put quotes around interview because more of a segment... Uh, I wouldn't okay. say it was interesting in any way, and making Kelly's terrible, uh, and she's a conservative on NBC. We'll remind everybody that again. So it was more of an info view yeah. rather than an interview. Just have a little bit of information uh, about him that everybody already knows. He, and, and, and it's, it's like, like a piece. Yeah. yeah, and it was trying to do something, and I'm not sure what it was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm 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 just baffled. I'm baffled about. Well, it was pretty clear what they were trying to do to me. Uh, wow. They aired this on Father's Day, wow. and so they did this whole thing. Like ten minutes of it was explaining who Alex Jones was, what the Infowars thing is, and they're doing. They did like one little tiny clip with somebody who we works with. I think it's like one of the people that's on his show or something like that. Uh, I I'm not a hundred percent familiar with all of his stuff. I see it sometimes when it's like. Uh, when I hear something that they're reporting from somewhere else, and then I'll go check what they're actually saying about it. Yeah. Um, and after that 10 minutes of kind of introducing what Alex Jones is and what that whole side of uh, the news is, then she, it was all about Newtown, and she interviewed this mm-hmm. father whose child was killed there. And then so they were trying to go, oh, look, he hurt this father, and they're doing it on Father's Day. That was kind of, that. that's how they were trying to, Play the play the interview and make make him look bad. I guess, uh, which I mean, as far as making him look yeah. bad, they did they did make him look bad. But at the same time, 
it would be so much easier, so much, it would be so easy to make them look so much worse than they did. Yeah. Like, so they didn't mention like, animal they are, hybrid. When, the, when they are doing they, a hit piece like this was, make sure the hit piece has some, like, the substance. That's the right. main problem with it. Like if you if you are trying to do a hit piece like this, clearly was. I I, I just I, I just don't get it. I just don't fucking get it. And it's they uh, didn't mention the animal hybrid Crimeas like we did last week at all. So right. so we're doing better yeah. coverage of it. I guess then, so. I mean, we Megyn were talking Kelly, about cloning yeah. last week. Yeah, that's, that's when we mentioned. Maybe we should it, but... get Megan Kelly on next week. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> that would be millions of dollars. So if anybody out there has millions of dollars to get Megan Kelly on our show, yeah. Well, she might just want to do it. I don't know. Uh, the goodness of her heart. Hey, I don't think did she you has know a heart. that Norway? Let's talk about something completely different. Did you know that Norway has the uh, champion of chess? On this is cult- big news, uh, isn't it? This is ginormous yeah. news. Uh, it is for Norway. I mean, well, and because it's massive. That was I was gonna say, jo- yeah, bro. That's a joke. Yeah, it's a pun. Oh, oh the pun. Uh, it's uh, big news. Because what is it? They are going to make the biggest chessboard in history. They already did, I believe. Yeah, it's a big like field. Uh, I I've uh, watched some pictures of it. It looks fucking enormous. It does. There's enough... You could sort of pitch a tent in each of the squares. I think it's... Yeah, even maybe a couple tents, yeah. it seemed like. Like a family it was, tent. It was a massive, like... Uh, I don't know, like a wheat field or something. Kind of like the gi- giant field. And then the whole thing... I think it was pretty much just manicured to make it look one way. And then they did the white squares where the grass was shorter. Right. And the dark squares where the grass was much longer. But here's and, my problem yeah. with it, and it's my only little like uh, uh, tidbit about about how stupid this is. Uh, a chessboard for me is made of uh, tree or steel or plastic. Like having it on the ground and just like saying, ah, ha, ha, "Hey, we can make a, the biggest chessboard in the world." Just making it out of grass and, and dirt is kind of a sheet sheet for me. It's kind it's, of. A... Uh, I I don't think so. No, they've still. Done oh, it. I, when I think you're being yeah you're being a little like, uh, technical about it. I mean you I still have to make the giant technical. pieces as well, Fro. So the giant pieces I think would be harder than anything else. Right. Don't you? Yeah. 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 And to move them, although depend. Do we know what they're made out of? They're not going to be something like stone, see... so you can't move them. Get a forklift in for every. Right. <laughs> Where's the crane? Giant stones. Yeah. Like Stone marble hedge. pieces. Yeah. No, uh, I didn't see what it was made of. Probably a rock. There's a lot of. Rock I don't think it was, I, I. They didn't show any of the uh, pieces in the video I saw, but I would assume wood or maybe even styrofoam would be a good choice. Uh, styrofoam maybe not because you might get knocked over by the wind. Yeah, I was just thinking. But I'm guessing you'd probably. It, it, it would be cool if each player had like a drone pilot. <laughs> you could look over the board. You know what I mean? Yeah. Through yeah, the yeah. drone camera. That would be a cool way to do it. I could just have a camera like they do at big football games 
in big like sports things where they've got that one that goes flies over the top and sees everything. Oh, the uh, yeah, on the on the wire. Yeah. Right. That gets in the way in football games all the time, I'm to understand. Like, ball, the ball hits it all the time, yeah. and it, like, screws up the game. Like, why? That's not good. Get that uh, thing out of there. It's That's some cool. of the fun of watching sports is when things go wrong. That's the only time I really enjoy True. it. I mostly just don't care. Like, ah, that's why people, that's the only reason people watch NASCAR, is because yeah. when things go wrong. Yeah. And uh, other news, uh, what do you want to talk about next? What about uh, federal judge saying that Dakota Access Pipeline? Uh, can you please say this for me because I'm really bad at English today. Uh, right. So the Dakota Access Pipeline, which we've talked about a lot in the past, um, they had finished it, but uh, a court, a judge, uh, a motion was filed to him saying that they had not received. Uh, adequate environmental vetting before they put the pipeline across uh, a river and the judge looked into it and said that they had not and so that this thing was built illegally basically and now the judge is waiting for more environmental tests to come back yeah, they're doing before the he that... makes a decision on whether or not this, it'll, it'll be shut down yeah. so. now this, and this thing already has oil going through it from is it the beginning of this month or last month? Um, I think it's this it's... month because last month I remember they were testing it, and even when they were testing it, there were leaks. So God. that's good. Yeah. So now they're basically they've got to do the testing that they should have done in the first place. And what happens if it turns out that there is too much risk? Are they going to drag it out? Because now it's full of oil. Surely that's. Well, you'd yeah, you'd empty it, and then you'd. Uh, I don't think they'd even drag it out. They just empty it and just leave uh, it. turn it off, and yeah. That's my guess, because the company's not going to spend money to remove it, as I would imagine, but unless the judge ordered them to. That, I would guess that's the only way they would do it. But we'll have to see that in the future when the actual testing comes back mm -hmm. and see what the judge decides. Hopefully we, hopefully, I see that when I'm doing the news and we, we'll talk about it. Yeah, because uh, yeah, they need to look at all the impacts, don't they? Yeah. Other things we talked about before. Uh, the Manchester tragedy, uh, Ariana Grande, that made the concert there, she's maybe getting an honorary uh, citizenship of Manchester. Uh, it has been forwarded uh, to the plan by the city council. I don't know how, how, how tedious such a process is. Is it a tedious process to go Probably. get things? Yeah. Probably. Is it it's just a local the, city council? Um, Is that what it said? Yeah. yeah, but it's a pretty it'd be a big council because it's um, Manchester. It's a big, big city. city. Yeah. yeah, but it it shouldn't take too long. And I think there's there's that much coverage of it that there'd be an uproar if she didn't now. Right. And everybody here, like there's there's people that I didn't even watch the the One Love concert thing, but obviously right. I agree with it. I think it's brilliant, and I think she's done so much and dealt with this horrific thing so incredibly well that yeah. she, she deserves something like give her give her a crown or something she's brilliant for it and i feel for her having you know <laughs> again she did very little she just had her ad agency and and pe her people do it she just showed up and sang oh. but yeah but I a mean, lot of people but, wouldn't a lot of people would I, I'm, I'm not taking anything away from her i'm just saying a lot of people are going oh 
she is so amazing, and it's like, yes, she is great for doing this, but she didn't, she wasn't there, uh, on the computer emailing people, setting up the sound guy, and like well, no. getting the stage manager, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's let's be real here. You're such a cynic sometimes. But that's but her. It's just know, her a matter of fact. Well. I mean, it's like I, I I respect it and everything, but let's not. If we're gonna um, say congratulations to somebody, let's say congratulations to her production manager and how great he did on setting up this great concert. Yeah, that's everybody involved. Yeah. Everybody but involved. She was involved. I know. Yeah. It's, I just I yeah. feel bad for those people because she gets all the credit. Yeah. I guess is my point. Well, is it? So when she really did nothing except show up and sing. I don't agree with that. She was at the hospital. Uh. Okay. Yeah, but she didn't. She did. P- she didn't PR? arrange the whole thing yeah. single-handedly. I think was Luke sort of. No, I I understand that. But, she, uh, I'm guessing I, she did very little. She probably didn't even set up the hospital visit. Somebody else did that for her. She just showed up again. Okay, I mean, I'm Luke, again not Luke, taking anything if, away from her. I'm she, just saying there are a lot of other people to to say. So we should say this concert's great. I don't want to like put it all on her like she's so amazing because I don't think that's. Right. It's not opinion. all on her, but you you're saying she she's a spoil just showed up. Wow, I, you are incredibly putting words into my mouth. I, I never I, said anything of the sort. I feel like you're saying that. But you're saying that Well, you you what you feel and what I actually said are two totally different things. Yeah, what I'm saying is it comes across a The concert was a good thing, but just saying oh she's so great, like okay, she's good, but she didn't do a lot of it. No. She did very little of it, in fact. So I think we can all agree that everybody that was involved in that concert, everybody that was at the concert where the incident happened and helped, everybody that's done anything to do with this, good work, they should all get the citizenship thing. You right. can't give it to yeah, everybody, definitely. but Ariana Grande, Grande is the but sort of in a way, in a way, it's also Manchester's folks that are doing this, because it's, it's not, I, I don't Personally, I think it's Ariana Grande that showed up there in front of them and said, "Hey, could I have a citizenship?" It's also the city of Manchester that's using that's using right. her name, but she's she's also being used by the city. It's on, not only she that is using people here. I also feel like the uh, the citizenship could. Do something to do with Manchester. Yeah, it's, it's a good thing for oh, Manchester. Oh, yeah. They have a link to a very popular celebrity. It's like sure. 10 years ago having Bob Geldof as your person holding the key to the city. But then, so but then again, some... like, what, what can it do? That, that's that's my, one of my main, main pro, uh, problems with this. It's like, either, like, even if you do the best things ever, like, for example, you gave away all your money and you you gave all things to the poor. You would still say, well, uh, uh, that isn't good enough. And at the point, we just have to agree that, okay, maybe she didn't do as much as staging and everything like that. But she still, still didn't... She didn't go against people. She she was maybe the fire be, beneath this because I don't think I I personally don't think the uh, the concert in Manchester would happen without Ariana Grande. I personally don't think so. <laughs> okay, 
Well, if you That's look fine. at you can, what you can think in what Paris you at that, I can't remember what the band's name was. It was a heavy metal band where the gunman went in. Right, right. they weren't very well known. I remember no, that. and there wasn't, you know, they couldn't do what Ariana Grande did because they didn't have the, I think the following of the right oh. age group and all the parents. Because right. Right. the parents would have been a big driving force behind this. Like, just parents in general. They didn't the have the multi-millions of dollars either no, that exactly. uh, Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber and their um, PR teams have. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, what else has been happening? We've been on her for ages. Yeah, there was a, 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 another kind of terror attack. That's mm-hmm. kind of seemingly involved in this, or it seems like to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, something that I've been saying would happen for ages, and I've been worried about it. It's finally happened where a white guy has attacked a load of Muslims. Just I think they were just outside a mosque. A man had collapsed, and he went driving over everybody. Now this is these are the kind of people that I'm trying to delete off my Facebook at the minute that keep showing themselves these Islamophobic ignorami. I think that's the best best way to describe them. Thinking that, you know, fighting terror with terror is the way forward and going and hurting innocent people, regardless of what they've been. Not only that, using their exact same tactics. Yeah. I mean how how uh petty. Not even that. I want to say just, um, what's a good word for it? Uh, Tit for tat? He's doing, uh, no, it's more like he's doing exactly what he's against. You know what yeah. I mean? So totally it's a bit hypocritical, I guess, would be a good good way. But yeah, yeah it's just the ridiculous. idea that you would do, I hate you that, that people are doing this, so I'm going to do it to you. Mm-hmm. It's con- The idea, I guess, is eye for an eye, but it, like you said, it's also very hypocritical. So. Yeah, if everybody's doing eye for an eye everybody ends up blind there is no point in this the only way to fight it is to be united to realize that innocent people are not the target for anybody and shouldn't be and if they are then you are wrong in your opinions and you should seriously look at the way you think about things i've had one guy trying to shame me online um because obviously I'm disabled and I receive benefits because of that, because I can't work, and I have worked. I've worked in nurseries, I've done bar work, I've worked in shops. You know, it's not like I've not done anything. And, you know, I've been to college and things. But he decided that he wanted to try and shave me on somebody else's post because I'd said something nice. And he jumps on saying um, that I'm a labour-supporting, Muslim-loving such-and-such, or whatever. It's just, mate, you're... You're wrong, and it's people like that that are exactly the same as ISIS and anybody that wants to be like ISIS. They are the one and the same thing. Yeah, it goes a little together with what I said last week about the Muslim, anti-Muslim agenda that I see going on in the world. It's horrible. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. Well, it's not like it's not being pushed by different news outlets, including Alex Jones, who pushes it insane amounts. Oh, so. yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that, that gets me riled up a bit as well. I mean, obviously not as much as Actually, the actual this... acts, but it just, it sh- this whole thing is ridiculous. I would say even the mainstream news does it in a way, in a way, but they do it in a much more um, subdued way than maybe Alex Jones does. They do it in a way where they're like, 
the only time we see one of these attacks is when it's either a Muslim doing it or a Muslim's being attacked. Mm-hmm. And there are this does happen other times. Yeah. So. Um, and in other countries, it only we only see it when it happens in a Western country as well. So, yeah, the, that kind of um, bias in the media, uh, I think, attributes to the the whole mania or hysteria that we see right now. And like you said, for like almost the whole world, or at least the Western world. Yeah. So we'll say that. But this, uh, let's come back to the tower and let's go to the video because this kind of goes with the uh, the mosque mosque attack. Uh, mosque attack in what, what was the name of the uh, we'll just say in London I can't remember the name of it but um, Greenfield the actual no that's the tower what was it fro the tower is Grenfell but I don't know what the mosque oh, was no. or yeah. where the mosque was it started with an L but I can't remember the name of the mosque or the exact little town it was in but um, yeah let's go to this video because uh, last week we talked really quick because it was happening as we were doing the show uh, this guy shot up the ba- the GOP baseball game, uh, shooting one guy, injuring him. I believe he's still in the hospital, the congressman who was shot. And uh, at the time, the only information I had from the news was they were saying that this guy had been a Bernie supporter during the primaries and that he was, uh, you know, a left-wing person. And uh, then after the show, did did some research, heard a lot more from different places, Um this guy was a Bernie supporter. He did apparently uh, volunteer somewhere on the Bernie campaign. But then when Bernie lost to Hillary, he moved on and was a Hillary supporter uh, during the Hillary campaign. Um, so they're just blaming Bernie, even though he was also a Hillary supporter. Mm-hmm. So they're just trying to blame. They're almost just trying to blame Bernie in a way, which was really crooked and uh, nasty of the media to do. But the other thing he was. Really, this guy, according to his Facebook uh, and what people have seen of of his Facebook, was a big proponent of believing in this Russia uh, hacking our elections and that the Trump administration was involved in it conspiracy. Uh, and he was a big fan of Rachel Maddow as well. Uh, and he was not well adjusted. He was, um, you know, he was a crazy guy. And so hearing all this stuff about Russia and whatnot... Um, I think maybe uh, drove him a, a little bit to the edge is my guess. There could be other reasons. He may just, he's unstable. So this guy um, attacked the GOP baseball game. And uh, cons- at the same time this week, uh, there and the last couple weeks, there has been a House um, vote happening in Georgia to try to uh, elect a member of the House of Representatives. It was between uh, John Ossoff and Karen Handel, which happened, uh, the vote actually happened yesterday, which we'll cover after the video, but the uh, Republican Karen uh, Karen Handel, some people made a um, political ad for her that blamed liberals for this shooting, and it's very disturbing, so let's go ahead and watch that video now. It's only 30 seconds, so give us a countdown for all. In three, two, one, go. 
Sorry about the little side thing. This is the only way I could find it. Now the unhinged left is endorsing and applauding shooting Republicans. When will it stop? It won't if John Ossoff wins on Tuesday. When will it because stop? the same unhinged leftists cheering last week's shooting are all backing John Ossoff. And if he wins, they win. Stop them. Stop them now. And then we now. got Kathy Griffin stop with John the head Ossoff. there. Stop Nancy Pelosi. Vote Karen Handel for Congress. Vote Principled Leadership Project PAC paid for this ad and is solely responsible for its content. <laughs> I love when I speak that fast. Yeah. Right, they only had 30 seconds of ad time, so they had to fill, put that in there as quickly as possible, obviously, <laughs> but yeah. Um, this is what they were using against uh, their uh, Democratic opponent in Georgia as a, an attack ad. Uh, this was not directly from her campaign, but from a, a Republican group. Uh, they were using this attack, this this uh, violent attack done by, you know, an unstable person as something about against a guy in Georgia. Like mm. there, there, there were more attack ads that I could have shown you from the same place, basically showing uh, protests and like Black Lives Matter protests and things like that, and equating that to left of left of violence and that the left wants civil war <laughs> like a new civil war and things like that wow so that's what they were u using against this guy and he lost like yesterday to this lady um he lost by five points which was only about fifteen thousand votes i believe but uh, it was Damn. pretty close especially for georgia which is a very red state a very republican state but the thing about this campaign was between the two of them they spent 50 million dollars it was the most ever spent on a House uh, of Representatives campaign ever. Uh, wow. The Democrat himself spent like $31 million. He spent more than the Republican and still lost. Uh, a lot of people... This guy was an... He was a centrist. He was a Clinton, Clinton Democrat. Uh, and he lost to this lady. So a lot of people are saying that this is kind of a sign of the times that... Especially after... Remember we covered Montana where the Republican punched a reporter and then body slammed him and still won? Oh, yeah. Um... Which, again, Montana is a very Republican place, uh, so that's... And, like we said at the time, the, a lot of people had already voted before that story came out. But it's showing that this centrist uh, Democrat, uh, just throw $31 million at it and it'll make us win, doesn't actually make you win. You actually need policies and candidates that people believe that that they're not just talking crap to win. Yeah, and, uh, you need it's, some politics. It's... It's just scary that the Democrats have not learned at all, and they are still bashing Bernie Sanders and blaming him for uh, conservatives getting shot, even though, you know, yes, the guy supported Bernie Sanders, but he also supported Hillary Clinton. Let's not mm -hmm. point that out. They leave that out conveniently, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're still trying to, like, uh, bash pr progressives and saying that it's not the right way to go, but this may be the turning point where they go, oh, crap, like... Even when we throw thirty-one million dollars at it, we're still not. We still can't win. So, yeah. Now wake up. If people. you're a Democrat out there, I would say try moving to the left instead of moving to the right and see what happens. Yeah. yeah. I am um, on a obviously very smaller scale. The with our election recently, um, one of the MPs that was going up to be our MP was doing a lot of. Um, 
Labour can't win here. You must vote Lib Dem if you don't want the um, crooked Conservatives and all, you know, hating, just all the hate that they could throw at any other parties. And nothing really about themselves. And I ended up commenting on one of his posts and sort of saying, because he's like, vote today, vote for me, Labour can't win here. I was like, no, not with an attitude like that. I'm not voting for you. Enough of us are voting Labour to make a difference. And we didn't necessarily in this constituency, but with Labour is now a whole well, lot bigger. Very good chance that, it's a very good chance, like I said at the beginning of our news, that Jeremy Corbyn could end up the Prime Minister for at least a little bit, exactly. if not winning the next election. So, yeah, well, if he gets uh, that You might have done to... a lot more than you even think. Yeah, yeah. and, you know, we've... People say that oh, we, it wasn't a victory with that election, but it was. It was for the the downtrodden. It was for us lot. You know, the people, the ones that aren't the one percent. Or well, obviously it's not one percent, but there's a big percentage. Sure, of us I guess. Are... I guess my point was, I, I I was kind of equating this like you had the Islamophobia hysteria happening all over, and you have this guy attacking a mosque in London after seeing attacks uh, from. Uh, ISIS or whoever did these three attacks in London and uh, he's kind of been radicalized by that and in the same way this guy who shot up this GOP baseball game was seemingly radicalized by this whole Russia hysteria which is kind of in a way the same thing it's nationalism it's uh, xenophobia mm-hmm. you know what I mean so uh, which is bred by I, fear. S- I see I see the similarities there where it, remember we did uh, the weather underground film mm-hmm. and i was saying like you got to be careful because the more you talk about this russia thing and somebody who's crazy hears it and they start to believe stuff like that they're going to think that there's no other option than going out with a gun and shooting somebody and that's exactly what happened mm-hmm. so yep uh the rhetoric that is coming out on both sides is what's causing these things is what i guess my point so yeah let's go back to london and go to grenfell tower oh horrible did you guys watch the um, BBC panorama on this? I don't know what that means. Oh, okay. I'm, go- I'm gonna have. <laughs> I to saw you wrote you that, but I was like, I don't know what that means. There's a TV player online thing, an app. That's what it is. Um, called the BBC iPlayer. I believe you can get it internationally because everything normally from the BBC they say you can get it everywhere. Um, sure. But yeah, Panorama is a news program, and they have lots of people that are actually always there from pretty much the beginning of stuff and they're down with the people on the street and yeah grenfell tower went up in flames i pretty much watched it from the beginning of it i was watching actual itv when it was happening like i saw the live videos of it on fire so i actually saw that you've um, you've probably seen more than me because i can't it was horrific this is a huge block of flats or apartments there was what 600 people living there um, I think it was more than that, but yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, um, it went up. One kitchen had a fire, and the building should have been fireproof. It shouldn't have been able to th- get out of that kitchen, but it jumped out of the window and up this cladding that they've recently put on to make it look prettier. That isn't fire safe, so right. it spread up the side, gone into other people's flats, and burned for at least a day. Do you know how long it was 
I still can't find out any sort of hour scales of how long it was. It, it said over 24 hours in the yeah, article I read. It was, so I don't think they had. I mean, it's kind of, that that whole thing. It's a, it's going to be a little iffy no matter what because yeah. it's like when did that fire actually start? What point is actually like there's still smoke but there's mm-hmm. no fire? Like when when is it actually out? Yeah. There, there's still that that's always going to be up in the air. But this whole thing was really a big deal afterwards because, like you said, of the uh, skirting on the outside of it, basically. There was a ton of money put into this place um, that was supposed to be for renovation of the building because this is for, I believe, like low-income housing. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's the poor people in the poor area, and they've basically got a block of flats that aren't great anyway. There was no fire escapes. There were no fire doors. Um, people have been complaining about how dangerous it was before the cladding went on, and now they've done it right, to I'm, make it I'm, look I'm prettier there. for people that are walking past. Well, that and the rich people all around, because in, this this is right in the middle of a very rich neighborhood, so everybody around it is a rich person. Yeah. So they were making the outside look good for rich people, but on the inside, they didn't even update the smoke alarm system okay. so that it wasn't integrated with the rest of the building. There were no sprinklers. So that there was no... Uh, there was no warning for people in, in other floors oh, that yeah, this no was happening system. because... Yeah. Um, no fire exactly. doors. They should have had two-hour fire doors that weren't there. Um, I think the worst thing about this, or, well, one of the worst things, obviously there was lots of people that lost their lives and lots of, you know, people having to throw their children out of windows and things. Um, but the people on the ground, the whole community got together and were donating water and nappies and helping everybody. Um, but there was nobody there nobody official there there was no there was a few police wandering around and obviously the fire brigade were doing their job brilliantly but there was no nobody to help support the people that were that had fled from it it was all the community and even a week later there was still nobody official coordinating anything or coming to help it was the residents and the people around they even got in touch with the council to try and get some room for some storage to put things in because the amount of donations were huge and they just they couldn't get any help and that that was ridiculous if that had been one of the new build you know million or more each apartment blocks there would have been huge amounts of support there would have been you know more of an uproar there would have been help and nobody was helping they were having everybody was having to help each other and help themselves which is good as it is it happened somebody would have had a concert Yeah, yeah right um we're we're going long in the news so let's get through this really quick quick uh u.s uh, wants to de-escalate Syria, even though we shot down a plane. <laughs> you guys see the story? A bit no. of it. It's this is why the terrorism happens. Like this, it's happening over here with people with Islamophobia. But if you're this living is much over bigger there, than that, actually. For uh, Tilly, this is talking like World War Three. So yeah. what we've been talking about uh, a, a no-fly zone in Syria and how. Uh, Hillary Clinton was all about that. She talked a lot about it during the campaign. And we were saying, like, that's basically going to put us in war- at war with Russia because Syria and Russia are allies. If we were to make a no-fly zone in Syria and shoot down a Russian warp, uh, a Russian plane, that's basically starting a war. But what happened is we shot down a Syrian plane, and now the Russians have uh, declared a no-fly zone in Syria instead of us. So it's kind of the reverse, but uh, we're the ones that shot down a plane. Uh, so the Russia, Syria, uh, U.S. relations are escalating every day, and uh, between uh, Iran, Iran is also backing them. So Russia, Iran uh, are pissed off at America over this, 
and Donald Trump's stuck in a situation where he he can't really uh, go. Uh, oh, sorry, Russia, it was our fault. We didn't mean to do that because there's this whole Russia investigation. But he also doesn't want to go against Russia because if he does, then it's basically starting a giant war. So it's we're stuck right now in a in a scenario where. Uh, there's no good that can come out of this whole thing, and it seems like the U.S. is the one escalating everything. Uh, and at the same time, this week, Trump sent sell, sold twelve billions of uh, twelve billion dollars worth of weapons to uh, Qatar or Qatar. I mean, um, and he did this just like three days after there was a tweet that came out that he was saying how they're. They're the ones that are funding terrorism and that uh, in Syria and other places uh, that their government's doing it. And then he gives them $12 billion in weapons. So it's a bit of a he's going back on everything he says. But what's new for Trump, really? Mm -hmm. Right. He's probably just saying, oh, just put a sticker on everything that you sell them and we'll get them back off the terrorists when they sell them to them. <laughs> then right. we can bust them. They won't have run away with all their millions. <laughs> I guess the whole thing about this U.S., uh, the reason we shot down this plane, uh, according to us, is that this plane, the Syrian plane, was attacking a group that we, a group of militants in the area that we support. These are Muslim, it's just another version of, like, uh, ISIS or something like that, except they're working for, they're working for us. Right. Um, they're an extremist Muslim group, and this, uh, the Syrian government was bombing them and then we blew up their plane to stop them from bombing our militants so the whole thing is really really confusing and but when it comes down to it it's going to affect all of us not only the u.s russia i mean it's, it's, this is well froze this right global. there on the border yeah froze right there on the border uh there are already troops all uh from uh the uk all on that border mm -hmm. so it once shit hits the fan which it seems like it's going to um all of us are going to be affected by this. So, yay! Let's just keep on with all the wars because it's really working. The world. <laughs> have, have a listen. Oh, it's just strange to me that everybody's blaming Donald Trump for like everything right now. When you look at this situation, like this was going to happen, whether it would ha this whole scenario that we're talking about now would have happened sooner if Hillary Clinton would have gotten in because mm -hmm. she would have had a no fly zone much sooner and this would have already this would have happened months ago mm -hmm. so right now we're just talking about something that was inevitable and this is again like the whole idea of like a deep state or some type of government above the government in the US that's actually controlling things yeah. and like no matter who's in office their agenda is going to keep going through and that's what's ha that's what we're seeing yeah. so we only get to see the puppets not the puppet masters but the puppet masters exactly. are there, always. Alright, let's move on to your last little story that you had, Tilly. Oh, Tell yeah. us about that. This was, obviously, I've been moaning a bit in the past about um, the smoking, changes for smokers and things, you know, with the changing all the packaging and whatever. But this is a really lovely thing that's anti-smoking. So I'm doing both sides. In my town of Hinckley, we now have... The play areas for children, you know, with swing sets and things, are all non-smoking areas. Before, the parents or whoever could sit there and just be puffing away and the children running around. It's not... Even as a smoker, I'd always not smoke in the child's play area. You know, you take yourself away. But people do it, and teenagers do it a lot. Now, you're not allowed here. Um, mm. The sign's going up at all 10 borough council-run play areas. 
um, asking people not to smoke. And I believe it's the idea of two little girls, um, I know three little girls who have put it through, the mayor's and new mayor, councillor Ozzie O'Shea, brilliant name, Ozzie O'Shea, um, <laughs> has backed it. And yeah, now there's the sign sort of saying, no dogs are allowed in the park, it's now a smoke-free zone. And yeah, I think the children have done the artwork for it. I just thought it was lovely and a long time coming. If there's children playing, you don't smoke at them. You can basically smoke nowhere, at least in my state. There, there, yeah. You can't smoke within, I think, 20 or 30 feet of any building, like business. Uh, no smoking in parks, uh, no smoking. You basically have to be in a smoking area to smoke anywhere in Oregon. Yeah. See, that kind of, we've, we're like that with our um, hospitals. I think you have to be, if you're in a hospital and you want to smoke... Loads of people break the rules, especially patients. But you're meant to go outside of the grounds, and there's no. Well, yeah, like... hospitals, obvious, but you're not allowed to smoke in bars here. Yeah. And that was one thing people are like, "That's a little confusing." You're allowed to go and a... drink yourself to death, but you can't smoke in a bar. Yeah. Because people are people are sitting there in the bar going, "Ah, oh, come on, man! I don't want to get secondhand smoke." And then they do three shots. Yeah. Like, it's a little. <laughs> but don't you have like outside smoking areas at bars? Exactly. Yeah. That's how they yeah, do it. Yeah. Same with but this. it still has to be like 20 or 30 feet away from the building because that's another rule. So. Yeah. See, yeah, it's a little attached. complicated here. They're not allowed. Yeah. Um, I think it has to have two or less walls. So they have. They can't be enclosed. Uh, you, know, you can have a roof. Do you mean two or, or less? Uh, I didn't understand. Walls, like sides to it. So if it's just a roof and two walls, then at least the wind is going through yeah. it, is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. okay. You can't have it. You can't even have like a big gazebo tent thing with sides. You have to take the sides off. And in in England, really? it's a bit it's a bit chilly sometimes, and a lot of places don't have right. heaters, or the heaters are broken. I think that I think that also could be to discourage people from smoking. Yeah, is you don't want to go out and stand in the cold, which yeah. But instead, it's maybe that helps a little. I know inside it. the bars, we all just sit outside now whenever we go anywhere. Since we since we did that in Oregon, uh, I know that smoking has decreased. So it also has just decreased in America in general, which it has a lot to do with just education, mm -hmm. where kids nowadays are learning more and more. Like oh, this is just generally bad. Don't do yeah. it. Yeah, so. and vaping exists now. There's a whole sure, lot of right. vaping. See, at the school gates now, they're not there with cigarettes. They're there, vaping. Right. I actually saw an article just recently that in America, uh, young kids, uh, like below 18, I mean, uh, the, the amount of people, uh, high school kids that are vaping has gone down in America in the last, uh, since the beginning of the year. So well, I suppose it's lost its uh, new. It's lost its appeal, yeah. yeah. It's n I, 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 I can understand that. That's the way I quit smoking, was vaping. Yeah. They, right. they help a lot. I've just bought a new vape thing because obviously with this cough, I've not been able to. Well, I shouldn't be smoking, and I have been, but not as much as I have mm. been before, sort of thing. So now I've got it's, this. Well, it's going to make it last longer. So if you want it to go away, yeah, don't yeah, smoke. I know, yeah. but it is helping. As stupid as it sounds, it's helping because it sets off a coughing fit and it makes more gross. It brings it all out. But yeah, I know I need to pack it in. So I bought this That's thing. That's the worst excuse I ever heard for smoking. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I am <laughs> well aware. And, I've, you know, my doctor tells me off a lot and things. But I've bought this vape thing now. 
so I can at least, you know, try not to smoke at all or cut down to better than I'm doing. Right. I would just put your mind in the mindset that you're not going to smoke at all and try for that. And if you fail, then all, the only person you're disappointing is yourself. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. So try that mindset yeah, and see if that helps. It might not. It might not help at all, but yeah. If, I, if I'm with somebody, if I, like my partner doesn't smoke, then I tend to not smoke and just quit. And, sure, right. you know, in the past, I've got to quit smoking, man. <laughs> he's actually, he's got a vape pen as well. He's, um, okay putting down and he wants to That's quit smoking. the solution. Now we know yeah. the solution. Get Dick or pregnancy. Quit smoking. If Dick can quit smoking or Dick can make me pregnant and magically make my house big enough to have oh, a yeah. child in it, then, you know, Intense. I'll quit instantly. As soon as I've got a really good right. reason, I'm like, oh, no, I just won't then. Just take a needle. Listen to this, uh, Dick. Just take a needle and stick holes in your condoms. She will never, ever find out. <laughs> I kind of would. That's cause... never turned out badly for anybody in any movie. Especially, you know, I don't think we've ever. Uh, yeah, condoms on. Uh, what is Thronis going to tell the truth about? Look. Uh, he's going to talk about uh, how you, yourself, and I are not the center of the universe. This is Tron where Tron tells the truth. I all have two rules in politics. I fight for what I'm for and what I want to make better. That's the two rules I have. I don't fight for making people pissed off. I don't fight for punishing somebody because if I do, I'm usually punishing myself. If you voted for Trump because you wanted to punish the liberals, yes, you are punishing yourself because you have no free pass in politics. You all get the same leader. That's the same in Brexit, too. Yeah, I know some people in this broadcast are going to be mad at me, but people voted Brexit to piss off the establishment. Well, you did piss them off. And some have to resign, like George Cameron. But what <laughs> the shit is going to happen with the exit is coming back to you. People in France voted Macron because they were pissed off at the establishment. And people now wanting more because they're pissed off. I would like to see what people are really for. Well, let's see what I am for. I'm for a more liberal society. I'm for the end racism, the end diversity. I want to fight against the climate change. I want to have a society where religious stupidity doesn't rule over science. That's what I'm for. That's why I'm going to fight for. To get there, I have to compromise something. I have to do maybe swallow some shit that I don't like. But that's part of life. It's like in the relationship. When, in the beginning, when you're in love, you always love each other so much. And you always, oh, oh that's okay, we're in love. But after a while, you start to piss each other off. Yes, you do. Oh, no. Let's go for gays and straight and anything in between. You will eventually piss each other off. Are you then going to work together to make it better? Or are you just going to work to piss each other off most, most of the time? Because if you do the second one, you all know what is going to end. And it's going to end good for any of you. For breakups, 
is never good for anybody. Yeah, somebody. Okay, sometimes. So my ex, I just want to, <laughs> I'm glad I don't see them anymore. But this is what politics is going to do. And this is what society have to not do. You have to go for what you're fighting for. And you have to be so realistic that most of the people are not thinking just like you. And it's not always about you. If you want to get to a point, you have to compromise. I know people who are against Brexit see that. People who voted for Trump don't see that. And a lot of people to on the left and to the right don't see that. They, don't, they think that they don't have to talk with it, uh, the people on the other side. They don't have to compromise with the people on the other side. But life doesn't work that way. It's not all about you. We are in an age now with a lot of people talk about individuals and so on, liberty and personal freedom. Yes, but sometimes you have to work with your fellow man or fellow woman, even if you don't like them and like everything they have to do. Because the world is not about you. You're not the center of the universe. Nobody is. This is Tron, with Tron tells the truth. That was uh, Tron telling the truth uh, that we are not the center of ourselves and the universe and things like that. Uh, last week we talked about Pepsi Fire! And this week uh, you actually got a hold of it, Luke. I did, yeah. Uh, found it in a shop. Um, I, I've i looked around a, a, a bit for a couple weeks. I think it's been out for two weeks now. Is that right, yeah. bro? No, I think you told weeks. me about it a couple Three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, yeah. Or two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks, I think, technically. But yeah, yeah. we'll say three. Um, and I've been looking for it for a while. The first week, I didn't see it at all. Uh, and the second week, I didn't really go to any store that I guess would have had it. Uh this week I went to a, a gas station and it had it, so I got it. Uh, Pepsi Fire. It says cinnamon flavored cola, uh, natural and artificial cinnamon flavor. Ooh, right. mm. that's gonna be powerful. Right. I got a twenty ounce bottle. Uh, it's like it looks like Pepsi when you just hold it like kind of in the dark, but when I hold it up to the sun, it's got like a red tint to it. Ooh. And yeah. And then when you look at the like the carbonation bubbles, they look kind of purple. So it's got a weird color to it for sure. It sounds mm. a bit looks like, like iced tea. Can you remember Red Aftershock? I don't know if you guys got that. It was a, no. A shot. No. You could get a red one which was hot and a blue one which was cool. So the red one was all like yeah. cinnamony and things, and the blue one was cool. But it's like if you, it sounds like if you put that in Coke, because it was like a cinnamon hot liqueur thing. That goes oh, right. Well, Fireball is what we have here. Uh, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this, I would say this would probably be good with like a rum. But well, I haven't tried it out, but a cinnamon cola would probably be good with rum. Yeah. Is my guess. Especially like a spiced rum. A more good spiced right. or something. Or... I don't even think you'd need it to be spiced because the cola would be spiced. Yeah. You know what I mean? But all right, let's open this up. There we go. Ooh, I like the sound of that. I, yeah, I held it right next to the mic. Um, it smells like... Nerada! <laughs> teen Spirit? It doesn't smell like Teen Spirit, no. It kind of smells like cinnamon, but I wouldn't say, like, when you open... Uh, what are those? Uh, red Hots? You know what I mean? The little Red Hot candies? Yeah. It doesn't smell that intense of cinnamon. It smells like a combination between Pepsi and, and those, maybe. But let's try it out. Okay. 
Oh my gosh, it tastes like Red Hots. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. I like Red Hots. What are Red Hots? They're good in, like... What are they? Yeah. Uh, they're like the, the little bubble gum. red dots. Yeah. It's really good. Oh, they're not bubblegum here. Oh. Uh, they're like little... Uh, red... I'm trying to think of what... what uh, they're like gobstoppers or like little candies or I'm gonna I'll send yeah they're candies I'll send you a picture okay but the cola flavor is really not good in this I gotta tell you that oh uh, that's yeah I'm not a Pepsi fan anyway you like it Pepsi tastes Pepsi. like flat it tastes a little flat I'm okay. not a fan of this I'll be honest what why um, is it tasting flat do you think is it the, the mixing of it or is it the combination I don't know when I when I sh cut uh, I think it's the carbonation. It looks it like when I shake it, it does like the carbonation doesn't form at the top. Uh, that's how little carbonation it is. Oh, that's low. I mean, this was a fresh this was a fresh bottle, like you heard. I right. just opened it, but it's just very low carbonation. Mm. I would say a little too low a carbonation. Right. And the flavor, like the red hot kind of flavor. Oh yeah, I was gonna send you that. Um, is all right, but then the aftertaste it kind of like tastes like flat Pepsi. Mm. Um, that doesn't sound. So I'm not a great. real fan of that. No. So mm. that's Red Hots. I posted that that in the Skype. Yes. Yeah, I drink a little bit. Of, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm done with this. I'm not going <laughs> to drink any more of it. Usually, when I do a soda review, like I'll drink it for the rest of the show, but I'm not having any more of this. It's not that good. Oh, uh, so that I do I... not recommend Pepsi Fire. And Red Hots are a bit. Are they? They look almost like jelly beans, but are they really hard when they're chewy? Yeah, they're really hard. Yeah, they're yeah. like the fireball things that we get. Yeah, fireball. Yeah, these are tiny. These are kind of like tiny. They're like uh, oh. you could. Are they like M and M's? They're size? very small. Like plain M and M's. No, sm smaller than smaller that. Smaller than that. Like half the size of a regular M and M. Ooh. Tiny. Yeah. So you could take a bunch of them and kind of chew them up. They're, and they're a hard candy, like you I said. I think you should yeah. take a bunch of them and post them to me. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, it's like a classic, like, in the movie uh, theater candy. That's usually where you would see them. Uh, like, not a, not everywhere, like, not every store would have them, but I'd say most movie theaters would. Yeah. So. What are you giving this out of ten? Uh, I've, I've got to give it, like, a three. Ooh, it's really that's not, low. The aftertaste really kills it for me, and it needs more carbonation. Uh. That's about as many sips as you had of it as well. Right. And again, we are not sponsored by Pepsi, even though the last three Pepsi or review, soda reviews we've done have been a Pepsi yeah. product. Uh, yeah. That was just coincidence. I think it's just because Pepsi comes out with interesting new stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, did they're, Pepsi. they're doing weird things, so we're sort of going Right, on. exactly. We did Crystal Pepsi, and then we did... What was the other Pepsi we did? Uh, oh, Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew, um, yeah. The thing. Do SA. Yeah. Do was, which Mountain yeah. Dew is a PepsiCo product, yeah. and then this one, so. And now we've got, uh, in the UK, we've just started getting adverts for um, Pepsi Ginger, which. Well, I've that doesn't never sound good, yeah. No, but I'm going to, if I see it, I'm going to get it and I'm going to try it. Because you've been trying lots of weird and wonderful things. And I do like ginger, yeah, but I don't sounds... really like Pepsi. And together. Who mm, knows? It could be good. Yeah. But, like, uh, if anything, we'll point out that. Two out of three of these have not been good. Mm -hmm. So, I enjoyed the Mountain Dew SA. I thought it was a little too sweet. But the, the Crystal Pepsi and this one, they both 
the carbonation is a bit off is is what i'm seeing a, a trend in with these kind of uh what the cola with added I, what's a good stuff. word no the word for this kind of like specialized pepsi or something like that you know what i mean it's not like it's not their regular pepsi yeah. which they they'll probably do more of these in the future but uh, so far they don't have a great track record. No. We'll just say that. And cola's been around long enough now that all the humans in all the world have pretty much found out what works with it. You know, you know. I know by 30 what goes all right in Coke. Why are they still I doing I still think things? this Pepsi Fire could do good with rum. Yeah. Like, if you added the rum flavor into this, it might help, actually, when I think about it. So Go and fetch some rum. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I will. Yeah. TV rounds! TV, TV rounds! TV, TV, TV! TV, TV, TV! I've, I've seen a lot of TV today because I wanted to see uh, Better Call Saul Season 3 before uh, we were finished. And I, like, 10 minutes before we were going to record uh, the, the end of uh, Episode 10 mm-hmm. was done on my screen. So that was actually pretty fabulous. I fucking love this uh, season. It's the best season of uh, You Better Call Saul so far. Uh, Me and Dick were saying we need to actually get watching it. Better Call I Saul? I thought yeah. the season was a little bit slow, in my opinion, and I didn't... The ending was a little anticlimactic to me, like the very last <sighs> episode. Uh, I thought the this I thought the last season was a little bit better than this one, but that's just my opinion, I guess. I think I like the brother storyline. I just really, really like the brother storyline in this. And I also like that uh, uh, Mr. French is coming back. Mm-hmm. So. We see yeah, a lot I should of him. watch it. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, uh, that's more or less what I've seen this week. Uh, no. <laughs> It isn't, uh, but uh, I watched a lot of Looney Tunes uh, from the beginning, and I, I got uh, a twenty-four uh, seasons golden collection wow. on the rip. Yeah, so I've seen a lot of Looney Tunes lately. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, other than that, uh, uh, orange. Orange is the new black. I have still not uh, seen. Uh, oh no! Was it good? Gotta... What? Oh yeah, <laughs> bro, you're so funny. You're like, I did not see that. <laughs> yeah, Orphan black was, was uh, what I was going to say, but I didn't remember what the title of the show. So uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You should watch Orange is the New Black. No, I shouldn't we'll talk about that. Uh, but Orphan Black, yes, I saw this week. Uh, Still really enjoying this season. Uh, I think it's uh, sad that we're going to say goodbye at the end of the season, but I see where they are going, and I'm liking it. What about you, Tilly? Well, I have been watching Orange is the New Black. I've uh, finished all of it now. I'm not going to spoil anything. I'll just say it's worth watching. It, It is you know, sort of drawn out a little bit, but there's reasons for it. And damn you, Piscatella. That's, that's what I'm saying about that. Other things I've been watching. Um, my cat from hell this week, he went to see... Did you see the viral video of little boy playing on his bike in the front yard and a dog comes up and bites his leg and drags him off his bike and a cat runs in, attacking the dog oh. and saves the day? 
No. Oh, I'll have to find it and post it on the um, page. I've seen that. That's like a really old video. Yeah, but now the little boy yeah, okay. is old enough to, well, he's old-ish. He's old enough to explain what happened and he's got the big scar on his leg and things. Oh, I see. So Jackson okay. Galaxy yeah. goes over to them to see their cat from heaven because he deals with cats from hell and then every episode he has one sort of either a cat that's helping a child with disabilities or, you know, a miracle cat or whatever. And this time it was this and he went and interviewed the the parents, the mum that was there and everything. So that was lovely. Um, there's also, now on Channel 5, a new series uh, with Steve Backshaw, who's sort of like a more child-friendly Ray Mears kind of thing, but with a more of Steve Irwin in there. Um, he loves every kind of animal, knows about everything, and he's doing a series called Meet the Hedgehogs. Because our British hedgehogs, their numbers are decreasing at the same rate as tigers. And you know how much everybody's worried about the tigers, but we don't seem to care that much about hedgehogs. And it's it's so lovely. There's one hedgehog that, it's not lovely what happened to him, but he ended up losing all of his spines. So he's just furry on his belly and then his back's just bare. And you've never seen anything like hmm. it. It's really cute. And he's happy. He's looked after now. Um, he gets massages every day with like certain oils and things to try and stimulate these spines to grow back. But it's really interesting. I didn't... I knew bits about hedgehogs, but now I know a whole lot more. It's been... Huh. It's been good fun. And I also found a new trashy TV that's on the lines of um, toddlers and tiaras and uh, gypsy sisters and my big fat gypsy wedding and things. It's called Blinging Up Baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's just the title. Yeah, it's just okay. about so, mums that spend too much on their babies, and you know they're getting their ears pierced when they're a few months old. They're giving them, like, putting them in Gucci clothes. There's one, I think she's right, 18 right, right. months old, and her mum's like, "Can you say Gucci, Gucci, Gucci?" And one whose first words were handbag and shoes before juice or mum or anything. It's so bizarre. And I kind of, if I had a little girl, she would be in frilly dresses and things if we were going places. But having their ears pierced... Is it a lot about, like, the christenings and stuff like that, where they dress them up as... No, it's about the ones that do it every single day in those big giant gowns. You know, putting them in frills and all the pram and pushchair are all frilled up and the children have got, like, hairspray on their hair and their hair up and things. There's one woman that says that her daughter is basically her new fashion accessory it's that's healthy yeah, for a child to think of herself as that it's a very no, it's very not. crazy one there's some some of them that are actually you know really good mums and just want their children to look really cute and presentable like what's the point in having a little Chilly. girl who can't put their dresses on Chilly, but other ones are moms. awful no it they've not they've managed to find a couple that are the rest of them are dire. The oh. rest of them are hideous mothers. <laughs> I'm, but... I'm sorry. If you if you do that uh, to your child, you're not a good mother. I'm sorry. Well, no, if you put a little girl in a little tutu with sparkly shoes on... Like, that, uh, that's another thing, yes. That's but, fine. Because like, that's, that's, that's what fine. some of them are like. They just they might spend a little bit too much, or they might get like fake things that look like they're more expensive. But, but taking have... whole holes in your child's Oh, ear? God, that's what I was saying was horrific. I couldn't stand oh. that. That is, and always has been a big thing. My mum always 
drilled it that into me. That is going too far. Yeah. And I I think I was about seven when I wanted my ears pierced. And my mum said, no, you still play at the park. You still get dirty hands. If you touch it, they could get infected. If, yep, you right. know, when you're playing, it might get ripped out or something. I had to wait till I was 12. And by that time, I decided to wait another year. And I got a hamster for my 12th birthday and waited till I was 13 to get my ears pierced to make sure I wanted it done because I was old enough to make that decision. I got my belly button pierced at 18 and then my tongue like three days later. But that was because I was, it was very much you were not allowed to get anything pierced until... Rebellious. Right, you're like, I'm 18, I can do what I want. Yeah, well, it was sort of, <laughs> mum said, well, it's, it's all right now, you're old enough to make that decision. I just wanted you to be old enough to make that decision before you started making them. And like she's got, she always said as when I was growing up, if you ever get a tattoo, you're not living under this roof. There's no tattoos under this roof. And when I moved up north and got tattoos and ended up having to come back down, I was like, oh, God, I can't go and stay with my parents because I've got tattoos. And my mum's like, no, I just just said that to make sure that when you did get them, you were you really wanted them. Because I didn't really rebel against my mum. I wasn't that kind of child. But Luke, what have you seen on TV? Uh, I saw the Better Call Saul finale as well. Uh, like I said, the ending was... A l- it was good, but I was expecting, uh, it was a little anticlimactic because there were a lot of other storylines I was more interested in than the one that kind of ended it, um, that I thought, I would have liked the ending to be more tied into Breaking Bad to keep that suspense happening of like, we're moving forward in time, but it, the ending of this really didn't have anything to do with Breaking Bad. So that kind of threw me off a little bit, but I did, and overall the season's really well done, acting's impeccable. The editing and the way it's shot, or or it's one of the best shows on, uh, or w- was on uh, so far this year. So recommend it to anybody. And then I saw the show on Sci-Fi, first episode this week, called Blood Drive. Ooh, Blood Drive. This. It sounds like it's people about, donating uh, blood. Uh, <laughs> kind of in a very disgusting way. Um. It's about a uto- like a futuristic like kind of um, dystopia, but it's 1999, so that it's it's a and it's a grindhouse type uh, TV show. Ooh. If you know what grindhouse is, yeah. Um, so 1999 wow. is supposed to be like it was made in the 70s, but 99 would have been the future then. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how they're proposing it. But in this future, there's no gasoline. Water is very scarce, and. Uh, Everybody, there, there's kind of like a central government that is totally taken over, and ru- the rich people rule over the smaller, lower class. But there's this thing called the blood drive, and it's a, a underground secret race where all the cars run on human blood. <laughs> of course they do. So, yes. So it's really, and then there's the cop, and then the really hot uh, driver lady and they have to end up working together to try to win this race. So uh, the first episode I would actually recommend so far because it's, it's cheesy, but it's cheesy on purpose because it's grindhouse. You know what I mean? So uh, it's cheesy in a good way. And I'd say it's fun. It's bloody. So if you don't like blood, do not watch it. But other than that is very, it's very fun. So I'd say, check it out. Uh, I could be totally wrong. And in the next episode, it could, Turned to crap because I've only seen one episode, but so far, I would recommend it. Sounds fun. Sounds super fun. 
And I'm still working on Who's the Boss. Hopefully I'll have that completely done by next week. But this last season of Who's uh-huh. the Boss is like, it is a trial to try to get through. It's like every episode is like, uh, it's like hauling a freaking giant boulder up a hill. So, yeah. yeah. One of the reasons why I would never, ever do it. Yeah, how long have you been uh, watching I mean, it for? Like, it's it, been like it's, eight years. <laughs> what season is the last season? Season eight? So there's eight seasons, like 30 episodes per season. So there's a, there was a lot to go through. Um, right. And it, this is the case for a lot of these kind of sitcoms is you get to that last season when it's going to get canceled and it's just, you have to kind of just slug through it and just get it over with so you can say you watched it all even though the ending is just awful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, now I have the pleasure to introduce to you uh, one of my best friends in the world, uh, Bill Jankovic. Uh, also called the Wrestling Man. Hello. Hello, everyone. How are hey. you? Um, I'm actually a little bit chilly right now because I'm in my basement. And um, we um. have this weird thing where, like, like, in the winter, it's not too bad down here. But when it's summertime, it gets a little bit extra cold. So... Um, sure. Yeah. So yeah. my feet are a little bit cold at the moment. Other than that, I'm doing fine. I'm so jealous. <laughs> yeah, me too. That sounds like fantastic. Yeah, could do with that. Just, just every now and again, to go down, cool yourself down, mm-hmm. be a normal temperature for a bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you watched uh, something called NXT this week. I did. Um, hey, was it NXT. fun? I'll be honest, this was the first time that I'd seen NXT outside of the TakeOver events in quite a long time. Yeah. I'm with you there, Bill. I'm 100% with you. I haven't seen it. I always watch the TakeOvers, but I have probably... I even know when the last one I uh, watched was. It was... uh, it was when the Wyatt family left. <laughs> so it's been a while. <laughs> That's a long time. Wow. I think I wow. only watched like one episode and it was when Bailey was just coming in. Yeah. To Ooh. NXT. And then That's I haven't seen anything. Time. But going to download and seeing the live show, I was just like, ah, yeah, okay, I'll start watching that. So, but, uh, yeah. What happened in the show? Well, um, we had... Some jobber matches, which I'm a little surprised about because, like, like some jobber matches. You mean all jobber matches yeah. except for one? Exactly, yeah. pretty much. Uh, so it wasn't just me being a bit disappointed with this episode, then. Right. Yeah. Um, Fro's the one that watches it. Do we usually get a lot of jobber matches in this show? Fro? Is this normal? Because the Not shows really, I saw were yeah. better than that. Yeah. Because I remember, like, two or three years ago, they'd only have, like, one jobber match, or maybe two, depending on... Right. Uh, and it was usually just when somebody new came in and they wanted to show them off, right? But this mm-hmm. was different than that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very different. Uh, they had a new opening package, which actually is not that bad. Um, very different. I liked it. Uh, they mentioned... The band that performed it. I'm trying to see uh, if they have it on here because it was actually a decent um, song. I, I can't think of the name of the band, but 
the intro it was, song? It begins with an S, doesn't it? Um... Oh, I, I honestly, I. Oh, here we go. Right. Power Flow. That was the name of the band. Ah, uh, uh, that doesn't begin with a S. Sure. Okay. <laughs> with your, I've, I've heard of them. With before. their song yeah. Resistance. Hmm. Um. So we get that. Uh, we, uh, uh, real quick, we get a lot of Alistair Black in this intro, by the way, and he's not. Is he on the show now, Fro? Or yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he actually has a video package. So, right. I just uh, I haven't seen the show in a while, and I knew he was on main event. I was wondering if he's on regularly that now or not. Um. So the opening match, Drew McIntyre. Against Rob Ryzen. Um, here's all of Rob Ryzen's offensive moves: slap across the face, <laughs> slap across the face. Mm-hmm. That's all he did. Drew Stole Mac- my moves. McIntyre yep. <laughs> uh, just wiped the floor with him. Um, McIntyre got the... I, I gotta say... Squash he, match, for sure. He looked good. McIntyre looked good. He... I'm, I'm very impressed with that man. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of why... Here's my question. Watching. For Fro. Heel or face? Heel or face? Is Drew McIntyre a heel, heel or a face? He's, I can't he, tell from this match. I think he's heel? That's what I thought from the black clothing, but I couldn't know. Was... I haven't watched uh, like uh, I haven't watched uh, NXT in since last takeover look, so have that in mind. I think he might oh, be face. Oh. Right, uh, you had told us last week that you were the you would watch you were watching NXT, so I, that's what I thought. Okay. No, I watched Never... I watched NXT because I knew that we were going to talk about it, so I saw it last time and this time. Yeah. Oh, it just you had mentioned you were uh, well. Never mind. Well, I'll talk to you about it later. Okay. Okay. So, um, they actually mentioned during the match how what, you know, Drew McIntyre is in constant contact with Jinder Mahal because mm. of the relationship in 3MB and how, look at where Jinder is now. He was, or he's WWE champion. Look mm. at Heath Slater. <laughs> he's a former tag champ. The sky's mm-hmm. the limit for Drew McIntyre. It does feel a little weird him being on NXT when he's already been on the main roster a while ago. But... Yeah, but it is. It's odd the roller coaster of wrestling that he's been on. But I, I think they're uh, trying. Um, at least the episodes I I saw uh, before this episode, I it feels like they are trying to build him to be something. <clears throat> I'm trying not to kill myself. Sorry. Don't kill yourself. Breathe. Breathe, damn you. Oh. <laughs> Let's move on to the next match, I guess. Yeah. Uh, um, what I was trying to say was, I guess they are trying uh, to build him up to something he's really not. That's what is my problem with him. That's the only thing I need to say about it. So um, they did a quick package announcing that Ember Moon is going to take on uh, Peyton Royce next week. Or today, depending on... I really like Amber Moon. I love her. She is so good in NXT. She's absolutely brilliant, and I love her song as well. 
I know it's not all that important, but it right. kind of is a bit. Just the the sparks the firewood, ember feeds the fire. I love it. Yeah, it's important to WWE. I mean, just look at Nakamura. So yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that's oh, I love that. Um, By the way, you are right, Luke. I am now watching the schedule. I am lying. I have seen every single episode since. <laughs> That's what I, I the thing I was going to say later is like Frode said I I'm the only one who's been watching NXT. That's what he told me. Those were his exact words. I wasn't going to say it on the podcast, but I would just I thought you had Yeah, it, so. yeah I have. I, I I was sure I didn't, but yes, I have. Okay. I'm stupid. That's uh, that's the real uh, answer. Yes. You just for, you forgot or whatever. Yes. All right, continue. All right. Uh, so we get a quick video package for Alistair Black, which was good, because I like Alistair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we get the Authors of Pain in probably my favorite jobber match of the year. <laughs> against, Squash match number two of the night. Yes, against a Wilmer, Frede, and Anthony Dominguez. Okay, never heard of these guys. Never no. ever heard of them. Is this guys. one of them's really, really hairy? Yes. Yeah, because oh they were at download, and he came out, and we're like, what the hell is that? Yes. So, here's the match. Razor is on the outside talking to Paul Ellering. Acom does the entire match by himself. He demolishes these two poor guys, and he wins. That is why it is my favorite jobber match of the year. Maybe my favorite jobber match of all time. Um, after the it match... It is really funny. It is. After the match, uh, Razor comes in, they beat up both guys. Alan cuts a promo saying how, look at what we've done in year one, we're still undefeated, now we're gonna go into year two, and Heavy Machinery, you're gonna be put in the Book of Dominance. So Heavy Machinery come out, I've heard about these guys, I've never seen them, that was what I was gonna say. I've I hadn't even heard of them. I'd never seen these two, and I was I wouldn't say impressed, but continue. Size wise, they could match up. Sure, not, sure. not saying they're athletic, but size. These guys just look like indie workers. Oh. They don't look like WWE guys. Yeah. Uh, we get a tease of them fighting, but Ellering pulls his team away. Um. Then we get a quick package, video package of Roderick Strong and Bobby Roode. Um, I think Roderick Strong's going to get the next title shot. I think. Oh my goodness. Yeah. He's so generic. That. He's so freaking generic. I freaking yeah. hate him. In this video package, he just looked like a guy who was picking up his kid from soccer practice. <laughs> is what he looked like to me. Uh, then we get a video package for Sonia Deville, and this was my first time seeing her, and she looks like she could be the next Asuka as far as beating up the entire women's division. She kind just, of, yeah. She has that about her. She's got the, like, uh, whatever, that that shoot style mm-hmm. that uh, looks good, yeah. Wasn't she on Tough Enough? I thought I heard she was on the last one. No, uh, I don't know. No, we get no, more. No. We get t- a tough enough guy later, but I don't remember her being on there. Well, actually, oh. we get tough enough right now because the next match, already in the ring, Raul Mendoza, 
who I barely remember from the Cruiserweight Classic. Mm-hmm. I feel bad. Against the Velveteen Dream. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd never seen this before. Patrick. Come on, dude. <laughs> yeah. Killing me. I mean, I don't know who decided to do this gimmick, but they apparently <laughs> decided to do it before they found out about the drug overdose or whatever. But um, it's actually not that bad. As uh, I would say, this was the most competitive of the jobber matches. Mendoza at least gets some moves in, but right. Vel- Velveteen Dream just completely takes over. Nigel McGuinness has trouble saying the name, which is funny. <laughs> um. Patrick does look good. I haven't seen him since uh, the the whatever the tough enough that the last tough enough. Yeah. And he was much smaller. Now he actually looks built and everything, so he looks a lot better, uh, a lot more like a wrestler now, in my opinion. Yeah. And and what's funny is because he's from the D.C. area, um, he used to train with another guy who's doing very well, at least on the indies, Leo Rush, who was in Ring of Honor. He's um, CZW right now. So it's very good to see those two be successful so early. So Hmm, Uh, Velveteen Dream hits a pretty nice looking elbow drop to get the win. Uh, Then they talk about how Deo Itami beat the Holy Snot out of Oni Larkin only for Cassius Ono to break it up and they have a pushing match. And... We get a promo from Ono saying he's not sure what's up with the Tommy, but he's got other business to deal with because he would like a match with Alistair Black. And we come back from commercial and, oh, next week, the main event, Cassius Ono against Alistair Black. <laughs> right, and this is what I, where I was wondering. Oh. Has, he, has Alistair Black been on NXT since that... Uh takeover that we saw him do his first match in uh, more or less like, yeah well i mean besides video packages says he actually been in the ring and talked or done oh, a match n- not that i since can remember mm-hmm. not yeah, on okay. tv he definitely did at the live shows but that doesn't count <laughs> um so after that the commentators are talking and then uh one of my future wives nikki cross just goes right into the <laughs> ring love Nikki Cross. I, she's cute in a, in her own way. She's she cute. reminds me a lot of one of my friends who, I won't name a name because she'll probably hate me forever because it's probably a bad comparison. Because my <laughs> friend may be like, more attractive than her. But when I just imagine her, if my friend was out in the rain and her boyfriend had cheated on her or something, she would be psycho Nikki Cross. That that's, mm-hmm. She's got the same face and everything. Just imagine like the makeup running down and stuff and wet hair and I just see her. <laughs> well, she can. Well, she could come over here, and I'll date her. So, um, <laughs> so, so you just need to go to Scotland. Then you'd be fine. Okay. Well, I am part Scot, so that sort of helps. Yeah. Um. So it's time for our main event: Ruby Riot, Nikki Cross, and my other future wife, Asuka, yes. in in a triple threat elimination match. Uh, this one was not as good as the the previous one that they had in Chicago. The one on on, ta- on takeover, right? Yeah. Um, 
I just didn't really connect to this match, and I'm not really sure why. It, it just really didn't connect. It was sh- it was shorter, but I liked the stuff afterwards. Oh my yeah, god! I was just about to say that. Yeah, the aftermath is great. Um, the first elimination we get is Nikki Cross hitting a spinning neckbreaker from the second rope. She had a uh, riot on the second rope, hit the spinning neckbreaker, and Ruby Riot was or is eliminated from the match, leaving it to a one-on-one between Asuka and Nikki Cross. Um, they eventually brawl to the outside of the ring. The referee tries to get them back. They don't listen. Referee calls for the bell. He calls for a no contest, which makes the fans upset because the action went out of the building. So we get cameras, and we see them. They're fighting outside of Full Sail, and there's one point where Asuka bounces Nikki's head on the that big door like three or four times like a basketball, and yeah. it looked scary. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it, it looked brilliant. like she was going to break something. Yeah. The, the head is not made to bounce like that. doesn't matter what. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they take it back into the building, bring it back into the arena. Referees are doing a terrible job of trying to break this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they then go to the tech area, and they fight on the table. Asuka has one foot on this rail that she's supporting herself on. Cross does a running dive, and both women go through the table, and the crowd does a holy poop chant. Mm-hmm. And a uh, couple people come to check on them, and that's the end of NXT. Yeah, it was like a running cross body, except she didn't really have a lot of space to turn to the cross body. Right. But they kind of ended up that way. Um, it looked really good in the first shot, and then when you saw the other shots, like the slow-mos, you could tell it wasn't quite as far as it seemed like from the first shot, but it was still impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, are, you looking, are you looking forward to... Does this make you look forward to next week? Is it something that you want to continue watching because of this episode, or what? I think... Just from how they set up the next episode, I would watch it because it's Ember Moon's first match back and it's against Peyton Royce. And then Ono mm. and Black is just going to be a very That's, good yeah. main event. Yeah. Mm. I'll at least like seek that out to watch it, even if I don't watch the rest of the episode. Yeah. So. I'm, sh- I'm sure they wrestled at um, Download. In a singles match. It might have been tag team. Yeah. But bloody good. I think I've preferred it than watching it on telly. Just being at it live and... Everybody's a whole lot more attractive in real life than they are on TV. Hmm. How does that work? I thought it was the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> you have I just, any... I don't get it. Do you have any rumours uh, about uh, when the next call up from NXT will be the next what take take call, over call up no call up from oh, call NXT up. yeah i haven't heard anything but if i had to guess it will probably be after SummerSlam but that's just a guess after okay yeah yeah 
Uh, what about who do you think it's going to be? If I had to I... bet, if I had to bet serious money, I would say yeah. Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. That's who so. I was going to say. But the thing yeah. is, and this is the thing that scares me, is how do you get Oscar up there? Do you have her lose the title at the next takeover? Or do you have her go up as champion and then have her like forfeit the title because no one can beat her? She's that good. Right, right. That would be a good thing to go into the to the main roster with is an undefeated streak. But I was saying she yeah, should come I... in at the rematch that's going to happen for the um, SmackDown Women's Belt thing. Mm-hmm. They should just chuck her in there. She can come in, have that belt, and then go back to NXT and be like, no. Not to the next pay-per-view, you might. Well, who was it that came up to the main roster on the men's side and he had the title and they stripped it from him? Steven Regal took the title away from him when he came up. Kevin Owens? I can't remember who it was. Was it not Kevin Owens? It must have been Kevin Owens, yeah. Might have been. I'm sure it was. So, yeah, they have a history of doing that where they bring him up and then they just strip the title from him. Mm -hmm. So, they could do that. We we are going to talk a little about uh, the pay-per-view on your show, uh, that yes. wrestling show. But all over, were you disappointed? Were you happy? Were you... Um, with the pay-per-view, I, I don't know. I, I guess because the last couple years, the Money in the Bank show was good. I guess I was a little disappointed, but... It, I, I wasn't to where it was like, oh my god, this was such a terrible show. Because there were some good moments in there. So It was just uh, overbooked. Yeah. It's the writing that's the problem, not the wrestling. Mm-hmm. So. What, did you, what did you think about the women's match? I mean, that's maybe the most controversial thing about I, it. Oh, the ladder match. Yes, the um, women's ladder match. I thought the match itself was good. I mean, they did everything that they could. Um, I, I I think the way they booked the ending was yes, confusing. Yeah. What about the criticism that they got that Ellsworth had to get the title for Carmella? They let a man do it in the first yeah. women's ladder match. Ooh... Oh, that's probably Ellsworth right now. No, um... (laughs) (laughs) Ellsworthy. Yeah. Um... You know, I honestly don't know. I mean... (laughs) I'm I'm sort of indifferent because it's like... Storyline-wise, it makes sense because Carmella has somebody in her corner to help her. Right. But at the same time, it's like... Really... All people. Mm-hmm. James. There are all ways to do it. They could have, you know, got him to wake her up and help mm-hmm. her get up to the ladder and then get rid of anybody that tries to get up. Like, yeah. He didn't have to go and do that. Mm-hmm. Right, but they've done that before is the thing. This is something they've never done. So I think that's what they were thinking when they were booking. This is yeah. the women's ladder match. Something new. This is something they'd never done in the first place. You'd stop doing more things that you've right. never done. Save it for something else. <laughs> Like I said, overbooked. Mm-hmm. Like definitely, for sure. So, uh, Mr. Uh, Bill, uh, I have heard some rumors that you have something you want to promote and talk about. 
Um, yeah, I do. Um, I recently started a Patreon page um, for all of my podcasts that I do. Um, it's called Bill's World of Podcasts because that was. And how many podcasts are you doing? Just to be uh, clear. Um, this is gonna help out for five shows. <laughs> but for those who think that I'm crazy and I do all of them every single week, I don't. I it's map it's put out pretty evenly, I think. Um, but hey, no, I do two of your five yes, shows. You do. I think I think you're a ludicrous map. But, uh, I I love you to death. So so uh, I I guess as as long as you have fun with it. So yeah. Um. So yeah, this is a, a page that you know if you all the the listeners want to help out. Um. This would help you know pay for stuff, um, new microphone, pay for um, my Podbean that I use every year. Um, pay for other stuff because, as I'm sure Fro has said, podcasts are not that cheap to do. They're expen they're somewhat expensive to do. Plus, as a classroom aid, um, money can be tight at times, and especially in my position where I don't get paid during the summer. So, um, right. but so this is more. But this is more for the podcast. I'm not looking at it as I'm going to make a living off of this. Yeah. You're not paying yourself, like, wages and salary. You just want to be able to have the things that you need. Exactly. Yeah. Which Um, is fine. That's, you know, what people should help you out with. mm -hmm. And, and, And I think the different rewards are really cool. They're really different. Um, One... I'll tell you guys one of the things that you can do, or, you know, depending on what you want to donate. Um, if you donate $10, you can request a movie for me to riff on Untitled Movie Project. Or if you do $25, you can request two. And I think it, it gets better and better. Um with the big one being a hundred dollars, and I actually told Fro this, my oldest nephew JT came up with this one. Because if you get if you do a hundred dollars, you will actually get a sneak peek of future episodes before they get released to the public. Right. So, yeah, and there's so many options. Like you'll get. Uh, you know, you'll get some of my parodies, uh, you'll get interviews that I've done, you'll even get Q&As that I've done or recorded at uh, comic conventions that I went to. Um, you could have a conversation with me on Skype, you could be a guest on a show of your choice. It's really fun stuff, it's easy stuff. Uh, and, and I do post this, you know, all the shows up, or I'm going to, so you guys can get a better listening, and if you like it, you can donate. Um, it's patreon.com backslash Bill's World of Podcasts. Yeah, and Is there an apostrophe or anything in Bill's? Um, in the link, no. Okay. Just wanted to check. <laughs> oh, no problem. No problem. 
Yeah, and please check it out because uh, uh, Bill is doing a lot of podcasting. But I, I, I have a, I have a question for you because uh, you and me we we talked a lot a lot about this, uh, and we're we're going to end this segment with this. We you never wanted to do this because you want to hide new episodes of your show behind a paywall. Right. Uh, so that is never going to happen with no. your patron, and that's I, something I I really like and respect. I, because I, I, I yeah, I've made yeah. that vow that you will never have to pay a dime for new stuff. You'll never have to do that. Right, and that's what what I like, and that's why. I respect what you are doing more more than a lot of other people. Yeah. And, and and as I told you, Fro, and this is something funny to sort of end the show on, because I got these different emails from Patreon saying, oh, you should check out these people and what they're doing on their Patreon pages. <laughs> right. One of them, one of the people, and I kid you not, Gilbert Godfrey has a Patreon page. Really? <laughs> really? Uh-huh. Yes. That's crazy. Wow. He came up like last week. Me and Dick couldn't remember his name. <laughs> I remembered it out of nowhere. Now we found out he's got a Patreon page. What can you get him to do? How much is it for him to come round and talk in a weird accent at you? <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm gonna. What can uh... we get Gilbert Godfrey to do? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Let's see. You know what? If you pay me a hundred dollars. Oh I think that's God, my best. <laughs> yes. He must not. Uh, he can't be doing a podcast because that would be the most annoying podcast in the he world. He actually but... does. Oh my god. Oh my god. For a hundred dollars, Gilbert will personally roast you. <gasps> ah, ah! Oh, oh my god! My I would pay. I would so pay that if I had hundred hundred dollars. I would so pay that. Oh my god! That's that's phenomenal. Can we start like a GoFundMe page to get Gilbert Godfrey to <laughs> do stuff? <laughs> to ro- roast uh, another digital system. Yeah. yeah, we need what three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, start pitching in and send it to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bill, thank you so much for being on, and thank you so much for recapping NXT. Hey, uh, Luke, have you seen the movie this week? I did see the movie this week. I watched Doctor Strange, which was on Netflix, I guess now. So I checked that out because I fro. I think it was Fro last week that said how much he liked it, and he said in the past that it was a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was kind of just another superhero movie, and I'm not a big fan of those. Right. It did feel very generic superhero movie movie, except for the special effects, which were. Uh, Amazing. Interesting to say the least. Sometimes a little jumbled to the point where you can't even tell what's happening in a scene where he's kind of like running from when he first meets up with the bad guy and uh, he has his two henchmen and they go into this alternate parallel universe thing and everything's mixing around. He's trying to run away and you're like, okay, none of this makes sense. Like if they were running that way, wouldn't they run this way? And it's, it's, it's very uh, MC Escher kind of looking and like very confusing. So the fight scene, it makes the fight scene confusing. That part I didn't like about it. Um, everything else was pretty good. I would have liked to seen the 
Doctor Strange character when he first goes to Tibet, I believe it is. Yeah. Uh, or Catman Do is what he says. Uh, mm-hmm. I would have liked to see him more depressed for a longer because he gets there and then all of a sudden he's making jokes. Mm-hmm. That part was a little like, I understand they have to do it for the audience. It's like you can't have it super depressing all the time, but I would have liked to seen him build up to that uh, jokey character where he just kind of was always there. So, uh, But that's just kind of a flaw. In all superhero movies, the superhero has to be the jokey, like, snarky guy. So overall, I'd give it like an 8. So I thought it was pretty good. Ooh, that's a high press from you. Mm. Uh, Delay? Oh, I haven't watched any movies. I watched no. um, the documentary about Bill Cosby. That was okay. long enough to be a movie, and I didn't say about it in TV. That's, uh, yeah, pretty horrible, but it's about the only yeah. movie thing I watched. Person, so. Yeah, and it's a lot of the women talking about what happened, and now there's stuff from the court case where he um, settled with the woman. I was going to say, we, you guys, it was that what happened this week in the documentary or was that this was done before the what happened this week i think this is new with it with actually what he's at what he's admitted to and what was said in court is now out is now been released oh okay well this week uh, the court case was dismissed because of a because uh, split jury oh is what happened this week i don't know if you guys heard that or not but that we, that wasn't in our news because not something we're going to cover but yes his case was dismissed Ugh. this week okay yeah. Rich people get away with things. Again, yeah. Well, at least he's known uh, Another thing that happened uh, that was big this week, uh, there was the guy uh, who was shot by a police officer, and guess what? The police officer didn't get in trouble. That always, when It seems like police officers Boy. can just shoot at anybody they want, and they don't get in trouble in America. Kill Supreme. Yay! As soon as you've got the badge. Right. Um, and, my uh, move around. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, right. Go ahead. Uh, I saw uh, the documentary "Get Me Roger Stone" about Donald Trump uh, 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 helper uh, Roger Stone. It was amazing documentary. What uh, was it on? Sh- uh, on Netflix. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, "Get Me Roger Stone." It's really, really good. Uh, then I saw... That guy is creepy to look at. <laughs> he's really creepy to look at. His uh, hair plugs are like the worst hair plugs in the world. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Frog. Then I saw uh, Under the Shadow. Uh, and uh, that is a, a supernatural uh, thriller uh, from Iran. And oh. uh, it's uh, a horror movie. It's between a horror movie and a, and a thriller. It's really, really right. good. Uh, what yeah, was that under called? The I might have a look at that. Under the Shadows. Under the Shadow, yes. Oh. Just one shot. And also, uh, I made the top five lists uh, that I haven't spoken about on my Facebook. Uh, not that long time ago, uh, the 18th of June. I made uh, a top five movies I don't think you have, uh, everybody, nobody has watched, but I ah. still love. Yeah. That's cool. On number five, I had Heart Eight or Sydney, and it's uh, by the man that made Magnolia and There Will Be Blood. Uh, it's his uh, least famous movie, and nobody has seen it. 
on number four, I have Green Room. It's my f- uh, favorite, not really a horror movie, horror movie of <laughs> all time. Uh, then I had number three was To Die f- uh, For from 1995 uh, with Gus uh, Van Sant. And I said uh, that it's maybe one of my favorite endings of all time to a movie. Uh, then Usually I... Gus Van Sant movies are incredibly boring. I'm surprised. Oh, yeah. To die, to die for is really good. Uh, huh. Then we had number two, uh, what we do in the shadow, and listen to this premise. It's a documentary team films lives of a group of vampires for a few months. What a fun! It's a one of the most fun documentaries uh, of all time. Yeah, it's and got it's, the um, guy from Flight of the Concords in it, hasn't it? Yes, and it's so fucking hilarious. I've I've seen this movie, right, Fro? I think so. I think you were recommended to me when it came out. Yeah, I think I saw this. Yeah. And number one, Lone Star from 1996. Lone Star. 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I bet you never heard about it. I don't <laughs> think so. It sounds like a name oh. that I might have heard, but I think that's just because there are similar names of things out there. It's you know a really, I mean. really, really good movie. So... One of my favorite movies from the 90s. Cool beats. 93, 93 on Rotten Tomatoes. Nobody has heard about it. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. So that was... Speaking of the 90s. Yeah, talking about the 90s. What? We're going to do another digital review of All Eyes on Me. This looks like a beginning of a horror movie. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> 2001? Oh wait, no. Tupac? Alright. He looks so like Tupac. You must stand for something. You must live for something. And you must be willing to die for something. Your stepdaddy is a revolutionary. Your mom told me I've been going through some things. <laughs> it's kind of funny how this looks just like the, the trailer for Far Cry 5. I think it looks quite a lot like um, Eight Mile, but with less music. Uh huh. So this is this is his life story, but not really his life story. Yeah, there's a lot of lies in here, is what I hear. Yeah. Oh. He does look very much like Tupac. He looks like really looks like him. Image of it. He's a little. He's got a little chubbier of his cheeks. Like his cheeks are a little chubby to be Tupac, but. Yeah, his jaw. It's not like his whole body is chubby, it's just his cheeks have a little chub yeah. going on. Looks like it's sort of just uh, the shape of his jaw cheekbones. Right, his cheekbones, exactly. Oh, I miss this music. You can still listen to it. I, I do. I like me too. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Ooh. They even put a hot girl in hardly any clothes shooting a gun. A Tommy gun, which were so relevant in the 90s. Yeah, they cause, just because they make your boobs jiggle the right kind of way. <laughs> I'm in a bikini! <laughs> this looks like they've almost Disneyed Tupac. That's what I hear. They did a lot of kind of. Oh, they cut out a lot of interesting stuff. Yeah, he hasn't shot anybody yet. <laughs> They did get uh, 
Biggie's uh, Mr. Rogers sweater, correct? So they got that part right. Oh, well, well done, guys. I mean, so far in the advert thing, two packs just punched one guy. That's not... Hmm. Mm. I think just by that, well, I might agree with all the reviews. Uh, what is this movie about, Luke? Uh, clearly, it's about Tupac, the really? true and un untold story spelling. of prolific rapper. <laughs> and let me start that over. <laughs> <laughs> the true and untold story of a prolific rapper, actor, poet, and activist. Actor. Mm, mm. Mm, I've seen his movies. <laughs> not maybe not the greatest actor. Uh, from er from his early days in New York to his status as one of the world's most recognized and influential voices. Uh, it's got 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. That's better than I thought. Uh, but 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, everybody on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Come out in force. There's a lot of people That's very all... angry about this. I know Luke doesn't like this, but it has an audience score of 67%. So. Mm -hmm. Well, that's great. closer to the IMDb. So, whatever. Whatever that says, because it doesn't really say anything. But hey, um, guess who I found the review of? Run tomatoes. Yeah, I was gonna say, Fro. Why don't you go first? Epic lady sponge adventure. Ah! Yes, she gave it one and a half star, and said, "It may be the crew behind the film knew what they were doing. All eyes on me has one job to uh, accomplish." Guess what it was? You know, uh, if they probably uh, work, uh, no, sorry. You know, if they would probably work more uh, enjoyable, but also forgettable compared to the other movies released this year. Instead of what they just gave us was just a poor man's excuse to get money by doing absolutely nothing. Yep, she didn't like Brilliant. it. Brilliant, epic lady sponge. But I, I also found some, so, uh, found something that I, 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 I um, found so funny. I had to uh, also uh, said it, say it, and it's from E. T. and he gave it half a star, and he said, "Hello, it's Tupac. Fuck my movie." <laughs> I saw that one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hello, it's you back. Fuck my movie. Uh, Luke, what about you? Oh, I went to the Facebook again. Uh, I got one from Mike T. Lewis. He says, This was a terrible movie. No backstory, no depth. It was rushed, shallow, and lacked in so many areas. I don't know where to begin. Well, he kind of... Well, whatever. <laughs> Just a bunch of cutscenes. The script and editing was done so poorly... Benny Boom needs to stick to making music videos. I guess that's the director. Within 30 minutes of watching the movie, I felt disgusted. I can't believe they allowed this movie to come out. I'm a huge Pac fan and can't believe how badly they messed this movie up. Hopefully HBO, BET, stars. Uh, I'll even take a Lifetime Pac movie. Just don't do the goat some justice over this trash. 2 out of 10. Wow. Mm -hmm. well, I have a choice life. for you guys. There's 
one that I found that's really, really long, but some of his spelling and the way that he said things are hilarious. Or mm-hmm. there's a middle-sized one that goes completely left field and weird. Or there's one I that's... want the middle one. Yeah, okay. The middle... Yeah. All right. I might do that one and then finish it off with the last one that's only, I think, four words. This is sure. from Rotten Tomatoes, from Brian B. And he didn't put a score, he just said not interested. Mm-hmm. Brian B. says, Bad reviews again, critic score, because it's an African-American producer. Hollywood, stop the racism in Jesus Christ's name. I cast out of Hollywood all unclean spirits in Jesus' name. According to Matthew 10.1, and when we have, and when we had, no, and when he had called unto his him his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Oh, that was Brian's review of All Eyes on Me. That casting out of all manners of disease did not work. <laughs> no, I'll tell you that right now. No, I think this guy needs to check his powers. I think there's still cancer, but I'm going to check back yeah. with medical maybe, people. Maybe, but... you know, Google it. And oh then gosh. to finish, this is actually about the um, thing, and it's six words. Sarah okay. M. gave it one star and just said his story was not told properly. Oh, wow. I think that sums up pretty much every single one of the reviews that are four or five pages long. It's, yeah, right. It, that is pretty much what everybody's issue with this is. One guy says about and I, I, good. I saw one that said, uh, felt extremely rush. It had no flow of events. It was like they wrote it right off of his Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. That was oh. that was a little one that kind of was saying the same thing you were. Yeah, yeah. Movie G at the end of his... Um, really 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 long one which was the the one i was going to read if you wanted the long one he said at the end do yourself a favor and watch tupac resurrection 2003 um yeah. the documentary rather watch that yeah. that was also not a good movie it's, it's much i've seen better, it though. uh maybe no, just from, i think I just from a factual it. point of view because it's more of a biopic from oh sure maybe yeah but it's a shit the but as a movie it was not a good movie yeah, yeah no it's it was like half documentary, half kind of badly put together movie. Uh, yeah. I might have seen it, to be fair. I know it was a Ja Rule one, I think I watched. <laughs> oh, no, that was the one that had Tupac in it. I know what you're thinking of. This this was after he, much after he died. Yeah. Hey, we saw Money in the Bank, some of us. Uh, we did. For example, me. And Lou. I watched it not live. And you. And Wrestling Man. That we talked to before. Hey! Yeah. Um, oh, so. yeah. And, and we also had Jeremy there for a little bit. Yeah. Like I said, I had to leave early, but I watched the rest of it later after I went and did uh, Father's Day. Uh, I wa- When did I leave? I left right after the Jinder Mahal match, but yes. uh, I saw the rest of it. So, and uh, uh, the boys... So let's go through it really quick. And the boys got... Sorry, from uh, Yeah, the boys got to hear me snore. So. <laughs> Again. Yep. Okay. So you fell asleep after I left, obviously. Yes, but, I did. Um, During the let's go event. through this really quick. I guess the pre-show we didn't predict because it wasn't up, but Hype Bros uh, beat the Colognes in a tag team match. Huh. Uh, have, next we had... I have a strange feeling someone said that, that uh, some one of those teams were going to wrestle. Not on the show, you didn't. 
you said it after the show, probably. I did, but there, still. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I'm, yeah. Uh, Fro said that again, I think, when we were watching the pay-per-view, uh, that he... what You said... Oh, no, you said Breezango. That's what yes. you said after the show last week. Yes. Which they... That was much later. This is the Hype Bros. Which I don't think any of us predicted that. Because I totally forgot Zack Ryder had I come said back. I said the Hype Bros against the Colognes, I said. So when does uh, Last week when we finished the show and it was like me, you, and Tilly and Bill... We were all sitting around talking, and we were trying to figure out who it was going to be. And yeah. you, you said Fandango and Tyler Breeze might go against somebody. Yes, that's what you said. Yes. Against yeah. the Colognes, I said. Uh, sure, maybe I don't remember, okay. but right, Hype Bros. We is what we didn't predict. That's what I was saying. If you were confused, um, because for some reason we didn't remember Zack Ryder came back. Wait, which I just said, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. All right, Carmella defeated. Charlotte Flair, Natalia, Tamina, and Becky Lynch in the women's Money in the Bank ladder match with a terrible ending. Yeah, well, it wasn't really her, but she she was holding the case. Well, did she? Because on SmackDown, they totally fucked us over and said, well, no, uh-uh, that uh, match is uh, uh, no now no involved. Uh, we are going to have another Money in the Bank match next week. So, yeah, they're going to have another completely different Money in the Bank match uh, next week on SmackDown to find the actual Money in the Bank winner. But as far as our bet goes, Carmella is the one who won this match. Yeah, because yeah. we weren't, yeah. we weren't, but, uh, betting, but we weren't predicting what was going to happen after this. In the future. Yeah, right. Which is what, what was called on the night. But it was but really dumb still. on SmackDown because he came out and, he, and Daniel Bryan said, I got, I can't put my heart into this. I got to go by what the rule book says. And then he went against the rule book like yeah. five sentences later. <laughs> so, uh, he's getting into the kind of dumb spirit on the mic. <laughs> right. I guess so. I mean, the whole idea here is there was no DQ. So there, she should have been able to win the match like this, uh, with a no D since it's a no DQ match, she can't get disqualified. But for some reason they said it's not, they didn't want this. There was a lot of people online saying, you can't do this. It's the first women's money in the bank match, and that makes it look so bad. And no. why did a man w- win in a women's match? He didn't win. He just took the briefcase down. Yeah. And uh, he he was kind of Carmella's uh, manservant. So I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there is kind of that whole side of it. And then also, uh, it wasn't, I would say it's an interesting way they ended it, and it does kind of continue the storyline. But I would have just preferred them not having another Money in the Bank match and just keeping it on Carmella. But who knows? She could win next week. What do you think, from? No, she's not winning. Oh, no. She's definitely not winning. No. I don't think so either. Uh, do you think they're going to add in other people into the match that weren't in this the match I this really don't know, but I oh, know God, she's not winning. Oh, what do you think? Winning. They'll put Lana in there. Yeah, Lana or maybe... Uh, Somebody comes back or something like that. Yeah. Bring Oscar up from NXT just for this. Get her on some ladders. And put her in there. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and Nikki Cross. Uh, and then she wins. Yeah. Yeah. Then she can bugger off back to NXT with the belt. Like, no, screw you. All right. Next, we had New Day defeating the Usos. Uh, by countout, I guess. Uh, for the tag team championships, this is an incredibly anticlimactic ending where it was a really good match. Uh, a lot really of like near falls and like really cool spots where 
they would pull the guy out of uh, the pin like right at the last second a bunch of times that were really fun to watch. And then the end, the Usos just walked away, which was really yeah. dumb. Mm-hmm. But meant they retained. Uh, all right. Uh, Naomi defeated Lana by submission uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship. So Naomi wins. Uh, we're not, we haven't been doing the points, Tilly. Where are we at right now? Well, I guess we'll do it at the end. Yeah, we'll keep uh, Jinder points. Mahal, uh, de- defeated Randy Orton for the championship, for the WWE championship. Uh, Breezango, or anybody have anything to say about that? No, it was a really bad match. Yeah, boring. Yeah, it was boring. And it was basically the same match we've already seen once before. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was kind of annoying. I said at the time, I'm like, if you like matches from the 1970s with a lot of rest holds, this one's for you. But yeah. otherwise, it's not very exciting. Um, Breezango defeated the Ascension in a just made up match in the middle of the in the middle of the pay per view. Yeah. Uh, Baron Corbin defeated AJ Styles, Shinsuke, Dolph Ziggler, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens Ugh, Karen, for the boring, Money in the Bank go away. men's ladder match. Yeah. Really bad. Yeah. Karen, boring. Um, I, uh, this match was pretty good, though. I mean, as far as the match goes, it was pretty good. It's just him, uh, I think. He just fun goes- to watch. It didn't, yeah, Baron Corbin is a heel, so I guess that's good. But I was... You said Sami Zayn, right, Fro? And I had said that yes. that's what I thought. I thought that would have been a good way to go. I think the reason I picked that or I wanted to pick that because I ended up picking Nakamura because yeah. Fro picked Zane, but I've always wanted the thing where uh, somebody wins money in the bank that's a face. Say Sami Zayn or back in the day I wanted it to be Daniel Bryan. But they win the money in the bank and then they go to, they hold on to it all the way to WrestleMania but they win the Royal Rumble and then at the, the they get a chance at the title at WrestleMania so from Royal Rumble, they do the title match and they lose the title match. The face does, and he's got super beat up, and then uh, he cashes in the money in the bank after he's lost his WrestleMania match, and then wins the second match. I think that would be a great face storyline to like really put somebody over as like a mega face. But um, because they'll probably do it someday. It'll probably happen eventually. But it's just. I think that would be really cool for a Sami Zayn storyline, don't you guys? I think you should go and apply to be a WWE writer. Right, well, I haven't worked for Nickelodeon, so it won't work out. But but yeah, that was uh, Money in the Bank. Would we like to know the scores? Let's see who won. Yeah. In very last place, it's me, because I got zero. None right. (laughs) None right for Tilly. Um, Dick also... Dick did a few predictions. Well, he did all predictions, and he got two, although he doesn't count. Luke got a grand total of two right, which is two more than I got. And Fro got mm-hmm. four. I did. Four out of five. He only that got is the really amazing. Sami Zayn won wrong. That was it. Yeah. So it's switching, and now Fro is the... New Luke or Yeah. Yeah. Fro, I don't Fro think you can call yourself a Luke, tr- Luke, or, uh, fr- yeah, exactly. Fro, 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 Fro,
But yeah, Fro, what are you going to pick? Ah, yes. I am going to make us do something we we should uh, do uh, before. But we have not never had this tournament before. I have no clue why we haven't had this tournament before. But it's another Digital Citizen's Best Movie Ever tournament. Right. Okay. I think the reason we've never done it before is probably because we're worried that uh, not everybody will have seen the movies. But, I mean, there's a lot of other things we've done where we haven't had the serial that the other person's had or something like that. So, uh, I guess the strategy for us will try to pick movies that everybody's, you think everybody has seen, I guess will be the strategy. But, all right, yeah. I think we're going to do that in two weeks. Cool. So, sort of mm -hmm. all the, the best mainstream movie ever. Yes. That's kind of how it's going to have to work. Otherwise, yeah, it'll... Uh, if you pick something, you can pick something totally off the wall, but chances are it's not going to move on to the next round because the other people won't have seen it. So, so you you're going to have to, like, you game. know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, that being said, uh, let's uh, move on to uh, Jeremy's favorite segment of the week. Uh, mm -hmm. Big Brother uh, United Kingdom. Right, week two um, of our coverage, at least. By the way, uh, talking uh, about Jeremy, I didn't ask if we have gotten any emails this week, have we? No, we have not. Okay. We did not plug the email or the Facebook, oh, yeah. so let's do that now. Uh, another digital citizen at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to email us, email us anything you've done this week or movies you've seen, TV shows that you want recommend or hated anything like that uh you can go to our facebook page at another digital citizen and check that out uh, interesting stuff there from a lot of different people and uh updates on things sometimes when we remember mm -hmm. uh but yeah big brother season 18 week two um i thought this week was pretty good overall oh, yeah, but definitely. there was one part that i really really enjoyed we'll get into it okay but uh Day 9, episode 10. Let's go right into this. Uh, the We see that the Big Brother Village, is what they call the house, uh, has been kind of trashed, and they call it the worst village in the UK. <laughs> so now the whole kind of outside and inside, they, there's spray paint everywhere. It kind of looks like the bad bedroom, except everywhere. And there's trash and, like, uh, police tape. Yeah, they've made uh, out like, which it's is a, interesting. The riot, like a riot's happened. Sure, something like that. That's yeah, what they exactly. were saying. They said a riot's hit. Oh, is that what they were yeah. saying? Okay. That must... Because uh, the last episode we did last week, the, they ended with the, the house guest saying... Uh, uh, or the... the What do they call them? The exiles were like, we're, we're going to start a riot. Or they were joking about yeah. it. So maybe that's what they were playing off of. But So we find out that uh, they, they have to make the village great again, is what they say. Oh. So they're obviously playing off of... Oh, funny. Uh... Trump there. Um, so Suckvinder and Kaylee uh, end up being the mayors, we find out. And they must they have to assign jobs to everyone to make the village great again. Uh, every time I say great again, I do air quotes, <laughs> just to let you know. Mm -hmm. um, Charlotte and Raph are the housekeepers, and they have to take care of everybody. Uh, Lotan and Chanel are... They are working the beauty parlor. Ellie and Hannah are... Uh, they say they're the refuse workers, or they, they're the trash men, basically. 
Uh, Imran and Tom are the cooks. Rebecca, Kieran, Deborah, and Joe are unemployed. Uh, so they have to eat food out of tin cans. They don't can't have any hot food or anything like that. And sleep outside. They can't even heat up the food out of the cans. Oh, right, and they have to sleep outside. Yeah. Um, the mayors, Suckvinder and Kaylee, can hire and fire anyone in this task. Uh, but it seems like once they get into it, they can only hire and fire them when Big Brother tells them right. they can. Because so they don't have 100% p- power. And, and that uh, kind of didn't uh, really make sense because they they made it really sure. Like they said uh, before, Big Brother said before that they could do it at any time. So I don't know why they suddenly shifted that. Probably to wind Sukvinder up. Maybe. Right. I think maybe we just understood it incorrectly because the way they worded it, it was a little iffy. And then we find out there are certain times where, well, there's really only one time, but that yeah. we find out that uh, they have the ability to do it. So yeah. uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But the whole idea of this task is anyone employed at the end uh, that isn't one of the homeless people will get a luxury food budget for the rest of the week after right. the task is over and anybody who's not has to be on a basic food rations which really does basic food rations aren't that bad either like in you u.s or canada they have slop which they make them the only thing they can eat is this slop which is basically just oats and watery oats nice (laughs) and that's all you have to eat at all that and water and i think you can do, do like ketchup and there's certain like condiments that you can and can't mix into your slop yeah which that's much more hardcore than this, but it used to still. be bad in the UK. One used to be bad for you know if you had the um, whatever it is, the limited budget or whatever, um, the basic budget. It was rice and lentils and oats and sort of things like that, right. and you had to try and had to try and make something. That... And in the first one, they had a little garden as well. So they had to try and make their own that food. could be the same now, and they just haven't complained about it. Well, I don't know. Now we they've don't, got a washing machine yeah. and a tumble dryer. They've never had they them do. before. Yes. Well, they probably have, but I've not. I've not watched it for years, have I? But I was like, what washing machine and a tumble dryer? No, you've got to have a bath. Yeah, they, they've washing. had it the whole time. I've I've watched it. Yeah, for sure. Look. Um. Let's see. Oh, and then we get our VIP guests. So we find cool. out that this whole task basically has turned into a hotel task yes. where these three VIP guests um, are being taken care of by the employed people and the unemployed people don't have to really do anything. So again, we're kind of splitting the house. Big Brother is doing a good job of splitting the house up to make people mad at each other. But our three VIP guests are Gemma, Marnie, and Nicola. These are all former Big Brother players. Uh, that's where I know all of them are from except for Marnie who is from Jordy Shore. Yes. Uh, do you guys know either of the other two? No. Um, I've seen the blonde one around, but I thought she was from um, the Only Way's Essex. Uh, it's very possible. Yeah, if they were um, like Celebrity Big Brother or something, or. Yeah, these were all. Uh, oh, Gemma was on Celebrity Big Brother, and Marnie and Nicola might have been on Celebrity. Or she may be on Celebrity because she was on Big Brother. Yeah. Sometimes she, that happens. Didn't she go in? I know Gemma is a celebrity. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, I, I was thinking maybe she she was... She, was she not in the last one, but the one before? 
The celebrity one? What, celebrity? Yeah. yeah. I think she was in the last celebrity one. Yeah. yeah. I think she may be a glamour model, but I could be wrong there. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure Gemma is like a... She's been on a bunch of different reality shows. That's what she's yeah. famous for. Uh, we find out that these VIP guests can can f- ask the mayors to fire people if they think they're doing a bad job. If the VIPs think somebody's doing a bad job. We go to the diary room and Re- we find out Rebecca is mad at Kieran because uh, he's been keeping her his distance from her. So Rebecca is definitely having a hard time with being in the house with Kieran because she's realizing that uh, Kieran maybe is not as attached to her as she is to him. Yeah. Uh, they uh, set up the dinner, and again, uh, there's people... Uh, Imran and Tom are the cooks, and then everybody else has to set up the dinner for them. But uh, two of the... Uh, two of the homeless people, I guess we'll call them... Uh, who was it? Uh, shouldn't... Chanel and Ellie, right. They start eating early before everyone else. Yeah. And so everybody gets mad because they say, say it's disrespectful. Oh, it's not. And they weren't allowed to as well. They were supposed to all be waiting in the living room until Big Brother said they could oh, eat. Oh, I thought they were all just... I thought they were all just uh, there doing it so that... Yeah, I, I had no idea why they... I didn't know that was a rule. Yeah, no, they just thought like that they had to sit and wait until... Because, you know, at certain times in the Big Brother house, you all have to sit on the big couch thing. Until right. Big Brother says that you can go and do whatever you're doing. And Big Brother hadn't said yet. Because I think the VIPs were supposed to eat first. And yeah, those girls went in. Huh. Everybody was like, um, we're going to get in trouble for this because you've come and done this. Like, how ignorant and selfish can you be? But then Big Brother mm, didn't really do anything sure. about it. Yeah. I think they just didn't know that this was a rule. Because I didn't know it was a rule. But no, nonetheless. Um, here we find out uh, that Kaylee hates Marnie yes. from outside the house uh, issues. We find out that uh, she hates her because of Charlotte, uh, who is not the Charlotte from in the house, but Charlotte from Geordie Shore. Charlotte Crosby. Who I don't think is actually on Geordie Shore anymore. Probably not. She's she done her own TV shows and stuff. Sure, like, right. Quite like Charlotte Crosby. But it would be awkward. I'm pretty sure she did like a workout video that was very popular there for a while, even here in America. Probably. Uh, but yeah, Kaylee was saying that her boyfriend has Charlotte Crosby's name tattooed on him. So <laughs> right, we haven't gotten to that part yet. We'll get to oh, that sorry. in a minute. But because right here we we have no idea yeah. why, and we find out right after this, Marnie also doesn't like Kaylee, and we're not really sure why. But we find out Suckvinder goes to the uh, diver room, and she's like, "I am ready to fire some people. Can I fire people yet?" <laughs> and they're like, I "No, like. you can't fire people." I like. Her. She was like instantly ready to fire yeah. people. Oh yeah. And she says that she dislikes the VIP guests and that she thinks that they're bad for the morale of the house, <sighs> which everybody else seems to think they aren't. But I think they did. The VIP guests definitely stirred some stuff. Yeah. Up. Oh yeah, definitely. So we end with Sukvinder sleeping in the dingy cottage, even though she's the mayor. She's supposed to be staying in the nice cottage, and everybody saying, "Well." You've just you can't do that. We're that's against the rules, but she does it anyways because it's Suckvinder, and she doesn't want to stay in the the nice college because all the VIPs are in there, and she doesn't like any of them. That's how we end this episode. Uh, we find out Suckvinder uh, in the next episode. We find out that Suckvinder definitely has broken the rules by sleeping in the wrong bedroom, and uh, that this is probably everybody's kind of upset about this because they think that it might make them fail the task. Uh, Gemma 
Gemma has asked for a full English breakfast from Tom and Imran. That she wants them to cook her a full. That that takes a lot of work. There's a whole lot going into that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's a very very normal take a, thing to be having here, and you could do it all in one. Sure, pan. but it takes a lot of pots and pans and a lot of cleaning up because there's many different yeah. aspects to an English bref- breakfast. It's not just you know eggs and toast. It's it's what sausage, is, sausage, bacon, baked beans, beans, toast, hash browns, toma- eggs, tomatoes, tomatoes, or, tomatoes are yeah normally fried tomatoes or, or, or one. I was gonna say sometimes it can be uh, fried mushrooms instead of yes, fried tomatoes or as well as. If you have a full massive, so it's, it, you could have everything on it. But you basically right. Nonetheless, food. it would be a lot of cleaning up afterwards because you're going to have to use a lot of pans to cook all those different things. Yeah. Um, so she's kind of. Uh, I think this is one of the reasons they don't really like the VIPs because they, at least Gemma is like, I'm just going to take it for everything it's worth, and I'm going to have them make me whatever. Because she starts getting back rubs from Lotin and everything later, oh. uh, and foot rubs. Right, and yes. Lotin tells the VIPs because uh, they're asking about Ellie, and if because they see that Ellie is kind of attracted to him, Lotin tells uh, the VIPs that he doesn't see Ellie in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he still. And here's where we sex. find out. <laughs> yeah. Here's the where we find out that Kaylee Kaylee's talking to the VIPs that uh, besides Marnie, so uh, uh, Gemma and why can't I remember uh, Nicola. I always want to say Nicole, but Nicola is just a weird name to say. Like, it doesn't roll off my tongue for some reason. I, I don't, uh, she was really, I really don't. Yeah. I really don't know if I feel more sorry for Lawton or Ellie. Uh, is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because, like, she's acting really stupid. I and... feel for, for her, but I do feel for him because it's such an awkward position. Yeah. I think by the end of this week, uh, I felt not as bad for him because he's kind of a jerk. Yeah. But we'll get to that. He is um, kind of a jerk, but he's always been that that way. But he doesn't want... To... I think over this last week, he showed his uh, true colors more than the week before. Oh, definitely. Where he's, like, definitely acting like, oh, I'm the big boss. I'm, like, the alpha male. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tell everybody what to do kind of no, thing. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Oh, crap. Uh... I'm gonna have to cut out cut out that. All right, whatever. What, um, what happened? Oh, I I opened a, a a web page and it started a video. Oh, I'll just cut this all out. We won't hear any of this. Um. Right. Uh, here's where we find out that uh, Kaylee is talking to the VIPs. Uh, that about Charlotte Crosby has uh she slept with uh. Kaylee's ex while they were on vacation together. Um, but it was while it was Kaylee's ex. It, w- it wasn't while they were together, but for some reason she's still upset about it. Um, I thought it was... And we I f- thought it was Kaylee, it's Kaylee's current boyfriend. She said it was her ex, and that they they were on vacation, and that, that it was her ex. I thought, and that I thought it was Charlotte Crosby's ex. Charlotte slept with her ex, and that that's why she didn't like her, because... Charlotte knew it was her ex and that she was upset about it, but Charlotte did it anyways. That's what she told them. Oh, okay. I know she said that she knew the situation, yep. but I'm, I'm sure Kaylee was seeing the guy. Because then her friend filmed it. She filmed Charlotte Crosby on top of her boyfriend and then sent it to her. I was quite uh, deep with this Yeah, but it was, it was her ex-boyfriend at the time. Right, okay. 
That was the thing. Like, but Charlotte knew that they had just broken up. Yeah. But she was still mad at her because Charlotte knew and did it anyways. Knew that she she wouldn't have wanted yeah. her to do she that. Broke that the was girl the whole code. thing. That yeah, is, exactly. You know, it's a highly punishable offense if you're a woman. And if if you're a woman and you don't know the girl code, email the show and I'll, you know, get a reply to you or find me on Facebook. Another digital citizen at gmail.com or just another digital citizen on Facebook. Find me. I'll, I'll teach you because there's so many girls that have no idea. I have no idea. So, Lotan is working out outside, and he isn't wearing his work uniform, and Tom is out there working out with him, not wearing it either, and they basically say that because Suckvinder slept in the wrong room last night, that they think they're going to fail the task anyways, so what's the point of doing it? And Joe and Kieran both agree, and so these four guys are kind of going, we're not going to, we're going to just give up on this task and say F it, because Suckvinder ruined it for us all. Mm -hmm. So Sukvinder goes to the uh, diary room and cries about this because she feels like they're going against her authority, basically. They are! And that, she, that nobody's listening to her. Which is true, but she's taking it yeah. very personally. Well, she is taking it very personally, and this is just a game. Yeah. She's not like the real boss. No, exactly. Um, she isn't but she fe- she's kind of feeling that way. But like we've said in the past, the, when you get put in this situation, and you like in uh, in that movie, and you're the guard... It becomes real, kind of, in a way. Um, uh, Sukvinder's crying, and she goes to Imran, and she's still crying uh, in the bathroom, and he's talking to her, trying to kind of talk her down. Imran has a good way. He's got a good mannerism. It seems like he talks her down from this kind of stuff all the time, Mm -hmm. probably in real life. Yeah, she gets herself Uh, so well. Imran, this is the part where Imran compares her to Gandhi and Malcolm X and, uh, and says that, she needs to just push past the hate. Be- be- I, I don't I know if Mandela. comparing her to Gandhi and Malcolm X in this situation is necessarily uh, equal to what she's doing, but whatever. It's, it's, it it, it's, he's just trying to get her to stop crying. Yeah. He could have said, you're, you're a fluffy bunny living in a rabbit hole. And, you know, if that was the way to make it work, just to calm her down. Which, that well, what, what he was saying, what he was saying was, uh, they're just trying to fight against you. You need to, continue to fight back and you can't be weak and like Gandhi and Malcolm X. Yeah. That's what he was saying. Is this when he was telling These three things aren't e- these three oh, things aren't God. equivalent. That's my yeah. point. Right. Malcolm X struggle and Gandhi's struggle compared to Sukvinder in the Big Brother house, not the same right. thing. Um, Big Brother offers the housemates a party if they'll participate in the task. Basically one of the VIPs comes out and says We'll give you a party if you don't just stop doing the task, because that'll be bad TV. Yeah, yeah. And Suckvinder says she's going to do one-on-one talks with everybody, so she can kind of uh, uh, get control back. And The first person she wants to talk to is Kaylee, who's supposed to be the other, I guess, mayor. Yeah, the deputy. And deputy mayor. Which, they didn't really mention that earlier, but they mentioned it later, so it was a little bit confusing. She had a badge that said Uh, it. Oh, is that what yeah. it was? Okay, I must have missed that. And they can say, but they get I in a huge fight because Suckvinder and Kaylee, Suckvinder and Kaylee just generally don't like each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they get in a huge fight about completely other things other than what they're supposed to be talking about because they just don't like each other. Uh, and none, none of it gets resolved. Kaylee is, she's kind of the backbone of a lot of the problems in the house for sure. Oh, well, definitely. Uh, yeah, and the language on her. 
<laughs> that too, especially later. Uh, but Lotan talks to people about his ex-girlfriend uh, during the party. Because he gets really drunk, basically, and he's, like, all upset about... We find out his girlfriend broke up with him pretty recently before he got into the house. Yeah, and isn't it so he's kind of upset her about birthday this. as well? Yeah. Something it's like that. Or either that or their the anniversary. Yeah. No, it was so he writes the date true. on his hand yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But really, I think maybe this is all a lie, and it's just him trying to dissuade Ellie, if that makes sense. Oh, I don't know. He's been like this before he went in the house. Like, as soon as he was in, he was talking about his ex. Right, but as soon as they went in, Ellie was all over oh, right. him, so who knows. Um, <laughs> Poor guy. Here we get this... Uh, here we're, we get Suckvinder's chance to start to fire people. And the VIPs get up and uh, they decide with with her, I guess in their office, because Suckvinder has this like little office space, uh, that Joe's going to go to sanitation and that Ellie is going to go to being un- unemployed. They're going to fire Lotan, but Deborah's going to replace him in the beauty shop. Um, and then they fire Imran... Which I thought was weird because yeah, it's really Suckvinder. Yeah, and he's the best chef as well. Right, he, that they even a bunch of people said that that Imran was the best yeah. chef. Um, Imran, uh, oh, uh, Kieran goes to the kitchen to to replace Imran, but then we find out that the reason that she fired Imran was to replace Kaylee, fire Kaylee, and put Imran as the deputy mayor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. So now Imran and Sukvinder are the mayor and de- deputy mayor. What the shit? Ellie gets up. Ellie, this is where Ellie gets upset that Lotin is flirting with Mar- Marnie because Marnie is giving him a back rub. Oh. So Lotin has a talk with Ellie about their relationship. And it's basically like I'm, I'm not on the market. Like, you're a nice girl, but I, I'm. I'm not free for a relationship and I wouldn't want a relationship in the house anyways. That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Ellie is, we find out later, here's none of this. It goes in one ear and out the other. But Totally. She's like, she's totally not. Obsessed. Yeah. She is, she's in that lust. I can't have him. I really want him. He's so lovely. Right. If I can get him to get over her, he'll want me. But he's, because he's not saying I'm not attracted to you. If he turned around and said That's like, true. He doesn't want to hurt her feelings, yeah. and that's the problem he's having. Is he's trying to be nice about it, and but at the same time he's not conveying what he really wants to say. But he does say like, "I'm not. I don't want to be in a relationship with yeah. you." So that should be pretty self-evident. But sh- uh, she doesn't see it that way. She's kind of. Uh, can I say she's not the smartest bunch, maybe? Yeah. Oh yeah, she never claimed to be either, though. I mean, even in her. Earlier stuff, she said she's maybe not the brightest person. She's the one that couldn't name Do- Donald Trump and things like that. Yeah, so that orange uh, band. Um, Imran and Suckvinder, this is where they are kind of talking behind people's backs because they 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 can be alone because they're the two mayors now. And Kaylee, they call they're calling Kaylee uh, names basically, and they call her a hoe and they call her a hood rat for some reason. Yeah, Imran really and, surprised me when he's sort of. Started calling her right, He's the one that called her a yeah. hoe, and then Suckvinder is the one that called her a hood. Mm-hmm. So they're both, I mean, they're doing the thing where you're in a couple and you talk crap about people behind their back, that kind yeah. of thing. Uh, and we end with the VIPs. They're basically girl talking about all the different boys in the house and how attractive they are. That's the end of that episode. 
and we go to eviction day. Uh, day it's day twelve technically, but we get the recap of day eleven, which is the day before. Uh, but eviction day is day twelve. We'll get that recap in the next episode. But eviction night are possible evictees: Charlotte, Imran, Kaylee, Raf, Rebecca, and Suckvinder. Uh. We get Emma coming out. She's wearing, like, a black sundress with, like, a weird pattern on it that I couldn't really describe. Uh, and she introduces everything. We go into the house, and it's day 11, and they say, day 11 at 11, 11 a.m. Yes. It was kind of funny. I was like, we've covered that on the yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a little nod to us. Because we're covering that. Right? Going we around. get a little. I think we get a nod to you later. I mean, it's obviously a joke, but I'll, we'll get into that. There's, they're all of a sudden talking about all these things Tilly likes. Yeah. I thought that was weird. But Imran and Loten. Uh, Imran tells Loten to go make a mess because Imran's like the deputy mayor now, and Loten starts to like throw things around and make a mess. Uh, and Hannah gets mad because she has, she's become the. Uh, when the VIPs fired people, she was the one that became a trash person, so she has to clean it up. But Imran and uh, Loten are just basically having a laugh, but Hannah gets upset about this. Mm-hmm. And Loten throws water around, and that upsets her more. Mm. And here's where we get the VIPs announced the house uh, has won the shopping task, even though they totally failed a lot mm-hmm. of it. But they whatever. They totally they, did. They, but the VIPs enjoyed it themselves. It is the first couple weeks. And that was their, yeah. their task was to really make sure that the VIPs had a good turn. And they did that. Right. But I, guess I so. don't understand so the... this. I, 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 I need to comment some, some about it. Uh, <laughs> because I, 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 I kind of think they are giving them a lot of leeway when it comes to uh, doing the tasks. That yeah, is one of... Right. It definitely was, but I think that's mostly because it's the first, the second week. So the leeway is going to be there at the beginning, but maybe not later. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah, I just, it gets I just harder, hope... doesn't it? Yeah, because I, it, for me it seems like they, they're they giving them so much leeway because uh, they want to see them drunk. And when, when, <coughs> when I get the feeling that I don't that I want to see them drunk. I don't really feel sorry for Big Brother. Do you understand what I mean? I don't feel sorry. Yeah, but at the same time, uh, according to this, because we see everybody drinking later, the people who are on the standard budget, as opposed to the luxury budget, they're still drinking. So if they would have failed the task and all would have been on the standard budget, I'm guessing they still would have been able to drink. Probably. But I don't and they know. asked the VIPs so, if right. they could have fags and drinks and stuff, and the VIPs sorted them out some stuff. So cigarettes and drinks. Right. But why why is it the VIPs business to get to to say, Oh, it's all okay? Because I didn't I didn't understand because it's not really them that are telling them that I, I guess the VIPs have been getting into the confession loop and get a message from Big Brother that that uh, it was in or in order. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, because they came out of the booth. They all went up to the um, diary room together and oh, came they out did. and announced. Okay. Okay. It was right. straight out of straight out of the. Um... Which again, in the last episode, uh, Gemma went to them and said, "Oh, can we have a party 
to try to get everybody back on the right track or whatever. So I think the thing is Gemma just wants to have a party mm -hmm. and drink. And then they, they're finding excuses to ha make that happen, I think is the case. Because they basically have a party every day the VIPs are mm -hmm. there. But uh, So uh, the workers on, the workers who were ended up unemployed and are on the standard budget are Loton, Ellie, Kaylee, and Rebecca. We really get nothing about that this week, but interesting. Loton, uh, Loton gets a luxury pass from the VIPs, which means he also gets to be on the luxury shopping budget. Because they gotta choose one person, uh, and what? What? The, I just wrote down housemates have a dance off. I don't remember that happening. But oh maybe yeah, yeah, it did. Um, all three of the VIPs made everybody line up facing each other, and they came walking oh, down. Oh right, 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 Yeah, it wasn't a very good dance. They off. do the soul the soul train thing where everybody does a yeah. line, and one person comes down the middle of it and dances. Somebody yeah, did they, the I word. remember now. That was about. <laughs> I think it was Tom. Oh, and one right. of the girls, one of the uh, sisters was twerking. And the other sister had never seen a dance like that. I found that funny. Weird. She was just like, yeah, huh. where'd you want? I missed that somehow. It was good. Uh, so after this, they have this party, Rebecca gets upset uh, because uh, Marnie and Kieran are flirting. And Marnie has basically said she really thinks... She likes Kieran. Marnie likes everybody, from what I've seen on Geordie Shore and everything else I've seen her mm -hmm. in. Uh, but eventually, after everybody's getting drunk, Marnie and Kieran kiss, and everybody talks about this. And they're kind. Of, uh, it's kind of the gossip around the house, and of course, this upsets Rebecca. But she's fine she, about it. She's fine. She's okay. It's nothing to do yeah. with the fact that he's with this other girl. <laughs> it's all to do with how he's oh. making himself look on TV, and she's going to have a word. Uh -huh. And but how, she's how fine he's ignoring it. her as a friend. Yeah, right. and how like it's, she doesn't. It's... She doesn't care that she's he's getting with this other woman, though. That's not the no. issue. It is. That is yeah, the just issue. Look at her face. Um, and this was an entertaining part, at least for me, Marnie. T shows everybody that she can lick her own nipples. Yeah. So that was entertaining. Shows girls first, and then goes outside and uh, shows Kieran <laughs> shouting across the thing. Right. Do you find it sexy if a woman can lick her own nipple? No. Okay. And then she does it, and it looks incredibly unsexy. Yeah. It's so unsexy. With it just pulls up her hoodie and has that resting on her chest, and then bends a boob around the hoodie. That's right. Uh, no thanks. She could do it when she was like sitting down, but when she was standing up, she had a real hard time, and it looked really awkward and not sexy in any way whatsoever. Um, they do a truth or dare while they're drunk, and Marnie and Ellie kiss, and then Charlotte, who we've seen very little of being kind of like open and. Um, entertaining at all whatsoever in the show she does a little stripper dance on the I pole and the this. pole falls over on top of her i absolutely love this she finally showed that she's fun since her mum left it's been a bit like i just like that the pole falling over yeah. like she wasn't expecting the that it wasn't attached to the ground and it kind of just like starts to fall over on her and she keeps dancing it's very funny uh, and at the end of the night, Kieran and Marnie end up in the same bed, sleeping in the same bed together. What? Obviously, Rebecca's not going to be happy about this, but they don't they don't have sex or anything, oh. obviously, on camera. Apparently, they don't even kiss but... in bed. Nope. That's what they say. We would be shown, though. But they just spoon, they spoon a little yeah, bit. Yeah, have you a know, snuggle. They, have a little, they actually have a little discussion who's going to be the big spoon, who's going to be the small, uh, small <laughs> spoon, that kind of thing. Um... 
We get our eviction, and Imran gets evicted uh, by the public. Which surprised me. And I was a bit surprised, yeah. But we got to remember the way they're doing this now. Oh, I guess we didn't mention we mentioned it last week. We did, but now at least these last couple weeks, the way they've been voting people out is they vote for who to save. Yeah. So if not enough people voted for him to stay, then that's the issue. Not that people voted for him to leave. So. Just the way they're doing the voting is it, it it changes and it may it actually I like it because it makes who's going to leave more unpredictable. Yeah, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, every week just oh, well, such and such is going there, no. Right. Whatever. So as Imran's leaving, Suckvinder's like saying goodbye to everybody as well, and I'm like, what's going on? And Imran gets to the top of the stairs, and Suckvinder runs up right behind him, and they both leave the house. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, she's saying to everybody she's saying i've got to go i've got to go that's my man i've got to go and we get um an Im- imran and suck vendor interview interview sorry oh, before we saying go to imran this... interview is imran interview is hard to say um oh go ahead um, yeah i just wanted to say that it was real shame that suck decided to leave with imran because she stole all of his cheers as soon as she came out everybody started booing he would have got cheers and applause and stuff. But right, totally. she came out and yeah. it was just... And the way she came out as well, because they booed, she was instantly, and mm. what? Uh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Right, exactly. Like, Hi. I don't think we've mentioned it yet, but those stairs they walk down out of the house or into the house, not looking very stable. No. They're like wobbling around all over the place when they step at the top of it. It's kind of scary. Well, um, kept raining. Yeah, Maybe. I would be more worried about the whole staircase collapsing on, on the crowd and, like, yeah. Um, oh, right, we get the Imran Suckvinder interview. And I thought it was interesting that they didn't even try to keep Suckvinder from leaving the house. They're, like, when they're at the top of the thing, there weren't any, like, Big Brother people going, hey, go back down yeah. there, or Big Brother never said, Suckvinder, go Turn back to, to the, the bottom. Of the, they didn't even try to keep no. her See, I expected there. that, like, just for them to keep the door shut until she went down the stairs. Because they used to do right, that. Exactly. If anybody went up to the door, they'd be like, can all housemates please get yourself off of the steps? Because you're not allowed right. to be there like, at the door. Maybe they notified Big Brother they, they, this was going to happen or yeah. whatever, but we don't find out. We don't find that out or anything. They but, said in the interview thing uh, with Emma that it was always going to be the case that if as soon as one left, the other one was going to leave. Right. What they had said was when they got cast that they got cast as a couple and they thought they were going to go in as a couple, meaning as one person. And they ended up changing the way this season was run and they ended up getting split up. So they decided, Oh, if we're going to leave, we're both going to leave. Like Tilly said. So yeah, uh, I can see their reasoning, especially if they were cast as a couple and they thought that's how they were going to be in the house in the first place. It makes sense. They should have said that they should have made it clear to everybody that was voting that, you know, right. if Imran goes, Suck goes. But, but, I mean, that wasn't the rules. just left. She just no, decided I know, to but leave. Thought, so, like, yeah. that Imran or Suck would have spoken about it. If you Maybe. Uh, well, yeah, but I guess the uh, thing is, they they probably did, and uh, Big Brother chose just not to show it. I suppose, it. yeah, we've got about. the big surprise yeah. moment of her going. Well, of her going. <laughs> yeah, totally. Maybe that's why they did it for the surprise. So we get the last part of this. The VIPs grant uh, get to grant one housemate immunity for the next week. So each one of the three VIPs gets to pick somebody. 
Uh, Gemma picks Lotan because she's got a crush on him. Marnie picks Kieran because she's got a crush on him. Nicola picks Raph, which I really don't know why, but I think it's just because Raph is generally a nice guy. Yeah, he was really lovely to her, so she was... She's oh no, I think he's great. I love him. He can go. Yeah, well, he can stay. He is so going to win the whole thing. Do you think? Yes. Oh, and I didn't mention, but this was the episode where Joe found out Raph was gay, and nobody had told him for two <laughs> weeks. Yeah, oh, I, I love that. that. Yeah. <laughs> nobody had told yeah. him. Yeah, it, it was just a. It was a very small part, but it was really just like small. they're sitting down having a smoke, yeah. and Joe just turns to Raph and goes, "I didn't know you were gay." <laughs> and Raph is like, "What?" He's like. Yeah, some, uh, he's, uh, uh, Nicola just told me. I, none of the other housemates had told him. So for two weeks, Joe had not known at all and not, had no inkling whatsoever. Not that it's a big deal, but oh, then all of a sudden Joe's just like, oh, wow. So, I, 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 you know, it just shows Joe has no bias against anybody, is the way I see it. Mm. He, mm. Well, later. I don't know what we'll see. See, yeah, how he, see how well, uh, yeah. I mean, he's a grumpy old man. But as far as like, as far as like, he didn't. He doesn't treat Raph any different now that he finds out that he's gay. Right. Is my point, I guess. So the VIPs leave the house, and we get interviews with the VIPs. Nothing real interesting there. But we go to the eviction day, day twelve, episode thirteen, uh, which. This is what happened on Eviction Day, uh, which we didn't see, obviously, in the last episode. Imran and Sukvinder, uh, they're pretty convinced they're going to leave. And Marnie talks about kissing Kieran with the other VIPs. And that's the best and we kiss find out ever. Re- it was amazing. Right. Which, a little over the top, but... Uh, whatever. It's probably for the cameras. <laughs> we find out Rebecca is going to... Keep her distance from Kieran now, is what she says. So, we get Big Brother Summer Party Games, which is basically about three games they play, and the VIPs are the captains. We get some pinata trivia, where they have to, like, answer a trivia question, and they get to hit this pinata. Whoever breaks the pinata wins. And no one knows what continent England's on. Which is ridiculous. How did none of them know? (laughs) I don't don't know. That is amazing. Especially since Marnie is the one that gets it correct, and she's, like, not the brightest bulb in the box to begin with. Um, But nobody else seems to know it either. I mean, how dumb are people nowadays? They they really are. Just stupidity of general public. Or ignorant. But Marnie's team ends up winning. We get this oily balloon pop relay where you have to grab oily balloons and try to pop them. And Nicola's team wins this water balloon helmet game where they have to throw water balloons into their this helmet that somebody's wearing with a bowl on top of it. And Marnie wins. So Marnie's team wins the whole whole thing. Which this really didn't go anywhere. It's just for a game. Yeah, just to keep them occupied. Um, right. It was a bit like Loden a British gets... sports day. We do it at school. Sure. It was just kind of, you know, it was like uh, if you were at a barbecue and you are playing, like, barbecue summer games, yeah. something like that, like a birthday party. So, Loten, uh breaks a water balloon over Kaylee's head. She gets really upset about this because he got her hair wet. She wasn't going to so wash her pissed. hair. I wasn't going to wash my hair. It takes me two hours to oh. dry my hair. Get rid of the extensions. You wouldn't have as big of a mm-hmm. problem. Um... Imran gets, uh, this is where we get Imran getting evicted with Sukvinder leaving. 
Uh, and I wrote here, will we get more housemates since Arthur and Suckvinder have left? Mm, I wondered that. Right. Well, I'll, I'll tell you guys what I found out after this, but... Uh, Raph, Kieran, and Loten are the ones that got immunity again. El Ellie, uh, in the kitchen, is talking with Tom and Kaylee, and they are talking about nominations. And I'm like, wait a second, that's against the rules. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do that. Big Brother doesn't really point it out here, but we'll find out about that later. later. Raph and Deborah, I guess we should mention that for people who don't understand Big Brother UK that well, but you're not allowed to talk about past seasons at all in the show. You're not allowed to talk about evictions, who you're nominating, or nominations, or who was evicted. You can't talk about any of that stuff. Uh, it's against the rules in the show. Because you if you're talking about, talk about past seasons. If you're talking about nominations, then people can form cliques that all choose who's going to be nominated and it would not be good for the way the game's played. Yeah, you know, that's that's unfair. Yeah. yeah, it would make it unfair. Well, yeah, it turned into a popularity um, contest. Which it kind of is, but it not would turn it, much. It, it, what happens in Big Brother US is exactly this. You get these... Uh, they call them, like, factions or groups. Uh, they usually create names for them and things mm -hmm. like that, where they're working against another group of people, and it becomes kind of a click against click kind of thing which we get a lot about the click in this season but or this uh week uh where were we imran gets evicted blah 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 oh raf talks with deborah this, oh good timing raf talks with deborah about the click and i wrote who's the click and i figure it's everyone except for raf deborah hannah and chanel mm -hmm. they're kind of the outs out we'll call them the outsiders um which, it's the gay guy and the two Afri uh, the two black ladies and the lady with all the plastic surgery. So they're they've been ostracized, and it seems like there's maybe not the best reasoning behind it, but maybe it it has nothing to do with that. What do you guys think? I think I don't, that yeah, yeah. I think they just it's just who gets along with who. Similar yeah, people will get on with sure, similar right. people, and people that feel yeah. different. To everybody else, we'll hang around with other people that feel different. Same sure, as the people right. that they are just feel different in their sure. own heads. And I'm, I'm not. Sure. I'm just wondering if there may be a bit of sub subconscious uh, separation, because, like you said, because they see them as different, and then the other people see themselves as different. Mm -hmm. So that makes the separation. What do you think, Fro? No, and I, I, I also uh, just feel like uh, they are getting along better. It feels like. For example, Raph. Raph, nobody really hates. He's kind of beneath all the factions. It seems like he's respected by... Uh, he's definitely on the outsiders. Yeah. I mean, he's better friends with... You see him talking more with Deborah and Hannah than anybody else. Oh, definitely. Else, so. But I, I do think he's liked by everybody. Yeah, yeah, nobody dislikes him. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there definitely is a click of, like, the popular kids, oh, it seems like, oh, like for sure. Um, I think it's more confident. Chanel tell... Sorry, it's the, the confident uh, people maybe, the people but I mean, don't feel as confident. This as... is just a case in anywhere in life this yeah. happens. Uh, that the... It's generally the good-looking athletic people stick together, and then the others stick together with each other. Right. And then maybe there's, like, the outsider kids who are whatever, the skateboarder kid who, who is athletic, but he's not in the jock group, you know yeah. what I mean? It's just the case of the reality of how the world works. 
Um, it is a good sort of but in description U- of the UK, to be fair. Oh, it's the same way in the yeah. US. I was definitely part of the subculture group that de- I wasn't on the outside, but I also wasn't um, uh, ath- uh, kind of mainstream athlete when I was growing up. Yeah. So I, I kind of see, see it both ways sometimes, but in the Big Brother house, you can see those divisions a lot easier because everyone's so stuck together 24 7 yeah it's so. magnified in there exactly uh kaylee and chanel oh this is where kaylee and chanel get in a big fight because chanel tells ellie that she's in kaylee's shadow and kaylee just goes off on her and tells chanel that she wants to smash her face in and that was after chanel a couple of times the, chanel chucked kaylee's drink off the table she threw it off the table that's right. when kaylee got up and started having a go and said she was going to smash her face in. They were already kind of yelling at each other before the drink got thrown. Right, so they were already in a fight. Back and forward in this section. Sure. But, I I mean, in one way, Chanel's right. Kaylee didn't really... She just walked into the middle of a conversation and started arguing. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel like it kind of felt she was looking for arguments. Do you see what I mean? She's kind of looking for a fight. Oh, yeah. She went in there. Kaylee was the ultimate mean girl. Yeah, but I think she's she's gone in there instantly expecting personal attacks and things, so she's just instantly reacting to them. Sure. Right, and yeah. after having Marnie in there, she would have been so wound up anyway. Do you know what I mean? Uh, that might have added mm. to it, but I think ge- from what we've seen in the past, Kaylee's just generally a mean girl oh, yeah. and does this stuff... In general, yeah. that's what I probably think, but who she, knows? She said I in a VT that she's uh, crazy, and she's like, "Luckily, I've got a man now, so I'm not going to be going crazy in the house over a man." It's just she's going right. crazy about other things. So Kaylee goes nuts in the diary room, and at one point, she says she's going to grab something sharp and stab her with it. Yeah. Uh, so Big Brother has Kaylee sleep in a separate bedroom for the night, and re- the, she has. Kaylee says she wants Rebecca to stay with her. We never actually see that, but I guess Rebecca stays with her. And Big Brother gives Chanel a final warning about aggressive behavior because she had already gotten one warning last week. And we find the last thing we find out in this episode is that Big Brother is removing Kaylee from the house for aggressive behavior. So she never got any warning, but after you say you're going to stab somebody... Uh, you probably need to get kicked yeah. out. What yeah. do you guys think? Well, Definitely. she said in the diary room that if she goes back into that situation, she's going to do something else. They couldn't. Right. They couldn't let her. Right, but she was super upset at that point, so she was still in that, that like rage but mode. She needed mindset. Yeah. I I think she needed to be uh, evicted uh, mostly because uh, Big Brother can't really be responsible when you say something like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. If it's it a happens, huge liability for them because. Exactly. If if it if something like that ends up ha- if Kaylee ends up doing that to somebody and this is on videotape that they were like she was saying this stuff, mm-hmm. the liability on them oh, yeah. that they they didn't do anything about it is just too big. Oh, yeah. So they she forced them to kick her out. Yeah. Oh, more or less. Yeah. And you do you know you get told the rules. They have to be in blooming hiding for ages before they go in. And they get taught told all the rules and what they what they can. Oh do. my gosh. We have three more episodes, so let's bust through oh, this. Oh, jeez. Uh, Raph's 23rd birthday is on day 13, episode 14. Uh, Big Brother tells 
the housemates that Kaylee's been booted. And Chanel admits that she and Kaylee were both in the wrong. Uh, but Kaylee leaving in the house kind of makes everybody talk out their differences because they're all like, mm-hmm. oh, crap, I don't want my my issues with other people to turn into me getting kicked out of the mm-hmm. house. Uh, so everybody ends up kind of talking through the differences, which is good. Uh, Chanel wants... Uh, oh, right. This is the part where Chanel wants Deborah to smell her fart. Because mm-hmm. she says that's what friends do for each other. I thought that was, was weird. really weird. Because she's proper, oh, please. <laughs> I've never had a friend... Yeah. Never had a friend smell my fart or vice versa, ever. <laughs> I've had a friend that's made me smell their fart. She's a that's special breed. Weird. She really is. She's. I guess it must... Maybe it's a British thing. I don't know. Um, no, I don't even fart. Big Brother makes... So, but I don't make somebody smell it. Right. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> fart out your armpit. Um, Big Brother uh, is going to make a, a party for Raph, but he has to pass some tasks. Big Brother <laughs> makes Raph this. sing. This is so funny. He makes Raph sing uh, Happy Birthday in German, French, and uh, English, and Japanese. Yes. Forever. For basically for twenty minutes, Brilliant. he makes uh, they make Raph sing. Yep. So for a while, uh, what'd you say, Tilly? I was just saying it was for absolute ages. It was just it's, cycling through yeah. them over and over again. They said seventeen minutes at one point, yeah. but then it keeps going. Yep. So I'm assuming around twenty minutes. Um, and we find out he's got to do some BB trivia to get party games. Oh right, for singing Happy Birthday, he got music for the party for doing the trivia, which. This guy is a hardcore Big Brother oh, fan of all types. So uh, he good. he wins party games, and he has to pie face himself uh, to get food and alcohol. So, With a so he has to like pie as well. It's not one of the, it's not just like a paper plate right. with foam on it. It's proper right. custard pie. Yeah. And it seems like uh, he may do one or two pies because they cut away and then they cut back, and he seems like he's smashing himself a face again yeah. with the pie. Right. But they get the party. Uh. And we find out it's a silent disco. Have you guys ever been to one of these? No. Yes, but I didn't really participate. They're at festivals and things, oh, so okay. I can oversee it's my a, friends. It, it, yeah, that's where I've been at, at it too, as a festival. Uh, it's interesting to watch from the outside because there's a bunch of people dancing and there's no music going on, so it's kind of funny to watch. Cause it's it, it just looks like they're all dancing to nothing when you w- watch a silent disco, but when you're in on it, there's headphones on and you're all dancing to the mu- same music, but... Um, Big Brother promises the housemates, uh, or punishes the housemates for discussing the nominations. So this is where Ellie and Ta- Tom get sent to jail for discussing nominations in the last episode. Uh, and here we get Deborah and Raph getting uh, upset about Lotan because they call it. They say he's arrogant, and at one point he is. He says uh, "bitches" referring to women. Yeah, he says because so. he's thrown water on somebody. And he says something about nobody can say, oh, don't get bitches wet. Or don't make bitches wet. Right, 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 right. And yeah, people took... Which, as far as uh, bitch, bitches or bi- bitchy, I think those are two different things to yeah. me. Like, in, in the world. Like, calling somebody bitchy is one thing, because you're referring to their attitude. Yeah. But if you're calling them a bitch, as in that they're that person is th- that, uh, those are, in my mind, two yeah. different things. And the general um, bitches thing, it's saying about the entirety of women and referring to them all as bitches basically referring female yeah, dogs, referring to them right. all as female dogs that would be lower than a man where if you're calling somebody bitchy 
and they are being bitchy, and, I don't see that as... I've had people get upset with me for calling some, uh, like a woman... You're being really bitchy right now. Like, and then they'll take offense to it. It's like, no, you actually are being really bitchy right now. change uh, it to, oh, no, you're being really catty. Seems you're not a dog person, you're a cat right. person. <laughs> it's the sure. same, in my mind, it's the same kind of thing. Bitchy, catty, uh, snipey. Exactly. You know. It's like different, it. I guess my point is, it's different than calling a woman a bitch. Yeah. The, and calling, yeah, definitely a difference, but Lotan definitely uses it in the derogatory way. Uh, but I also... Here we have housemates... Sorry, with, with Lotan ahead. using it in a derogatory way, it kind of makes sense given that he's treated like a piece of meat in his day job, or night job. Do you get right, what I mean? I if so. he's like, well, I'm, yeah. I'm treated like a piece of meat, so I can sort of use the terminology. It's also kind of just in popular culture, because you hear it in bad rap music and things yeah. like that and people say, as i call it so. ringtone rap yeah, ringtone not good rap. rap music yeah i like that yeah because it's just made for the 20 second ringtone um oh. housemates play truth or dare here and this is the part i found interesting because chanel we find out has a huge tr- crush on jeremy kyle yeah i was like wait what it's more common than you'd expect right well that that and i was like wait are they they're, are they talking straight to Tilly here? And then it, all of a sudden, right, the next person to go in the Truth or Dare is Rebecca, and she's talking about how she, it's one, her most embarrassing thing she ever did, uh, and she says she ended up peeing on the floor when her brother tickled her too much as a child, and it was because she was watching Mr. Blobby and her brother hated it. And I was like, what, <laughs> Tilly? How are you all over this Hey, I never show? went myself. <laughs> No, but Mr. Blobby was in there, and I've never heard of Mr. Blobby until you mentioned it to oh, me. Oh, amazing. So. Maybe that's that thing, though, where you somebody tells you about a word, and then all of a sudden you hear it everywhere. And right. it's not it wasn't right. around before, it's just that you hadn't ever known what it was and hadn't registered it. Right, 1111. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Lotan rejects Ellie again. Uh, so he's having to... And, and it, and at this point, Lotan's getting upset because it's like feeling bad that he has to make Ellie feel bad. Yeah, again. Uh, but then she was stroking him and things. Right, but Ellie is so drunk, uh, she doesn't really realize what she's wrong. doing, and she passes out kind of outside. And Kieran actually has to come outside, pick her up, and carry, and her, carry her to bed her. like a fireman or yeah, something. She's so, so drunk. drunk. Oh, right. Uh, and we end with Hannah talking to Lotan and being like, listen, it's more than just like a crush. I think she's really in love yeah. with you. And Lotan's kind of upset about this. So, day 14, episode 15, Ellie wakes up uh, in in her own vomit mm-hmm. because she was so drunk last night. It's gorgeous. Uh, and she's super upset with herself because of how she was uh, advancing on Lotan. And Ellie and Lotan, now that they're sober, can talk about this. And they kind of make up, but you could tell Lotan's going to be... Try to distance himself from yeah. Ellie. I love that everybody talked about the fear. And how Ellie had got the fear in the morning. I've not right. heard that being used on television. I think there's an actual word for that uh, in Norway, right, Fro? For For that after you get way too drunk. Yeah. What's the word? What is that word? We use blackouts. Like, normally. Oh, no, I thought there was a word that, like, specifically meant the feeling you have after getting too drunk. When you drunk, wake up and go, and then you oh, wake up my the next God, morning. what did I do? Oh, there's so many of the snippets that I remember, and, oh, God, everybody's going to hate me. Such and oh. such is going to... I was ridiculous to oh, them. I don't, I don't think we have a word for that. 
I remember seeing it somewhere. I'll, I'll have to yeah. look it up. Uh, but yeah, I um, love it. Like she's got the fear. She's got the so, animal. <laughs> so here we get uh, Ellie admitting to Tom that she's a bit too aggressive to men on the outside as well. <laughs> so this might not just be how she acts when she's drunk. Did you notice what she was wearing maybe while she'd... she was demonstrating how ridiculously clingy she is? No. Nothing, yeah, basically? A towel? Yeah, she got a thong on, like a G-string, and then she got a towel covering her boobs, and she was showing him no. how clingy she was and following him around and things. Oh, that that was really weird to me. Just the, you know, standing around being in a thong, especially. I'd do it in, like, a pair of little boxer short type. You know, the girly boxer shorts. Right. Or something, but not... Not a thong and then nothing and just a towel covering your boobs. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, God, no, All right, I found this word, and I don't think I could probably pronounce it. I'll try to pronounce it, but I'll also paste it up for Fro so he can actually say what it really is. But flylingsk? Flylingsk? Flyangs? I feel angst. Feel angst. Right. Have you heard that before, yes. or is that just like a... I have okay. heard about that. That's like something angst. I guess it's a... Sp yeah, it does sound like angst, doesn't it? Uh, I, oh, I'm reading it right here. It means drunk anxiety. So that makes sense. Ah, uh, yes. I have heard that. Um, Ellie, oh, right here. Right here, uh, Chanel and Kieran get a special task, uh, for, we find out some type of reward. <laughs> it's so and funny. And we find out that this is the best this, ever. <laughs> this mission that, uh, Chanel and Kieran get <laughs> is not actually a real mission. It's a fake mission. It's so funny. Uh, and the rest of the house is in on it. So Chanel and Kieran have to hide this. They get... No, the big brother puts gnomes in the house, like garden uh, gnomes. Garden gnomes, and right. is this the, and the rest of the house. Segment of the week. Yeah, I think so too. So, totally. So Kieran and Chanel have to hide the gnomes from the housemates, but the rest of the housemates are in on it, oh. so they have to find the gnomes and take them back to the diary room without and Kieran and Chanel finding bigger out. Bigger and bigger. Right, the gnomes continue, like, they start the small one, uh, and then a medium-sized one, and then a bigger one, and the last gnome is a real person <laughs> just dressed up like a gnome. I love it. <laughs> Which was so funny so when funny. Rebecca had to walk oh, into the uh, bathroom, oh. and she's, she's looking for a garden gnome, she yes. walks around the corner, and there's just a guy standing there, and she freaks out. <laughs> Yeah, it was just, she, she didn't know what to do because as well he yeah. started hiding right. so he's lying down so it's this guy in a gnome <laughs> costume with a fishing rod lying down and she just goes in and ah, ah, oh my god ah. and he's got the makeup on his cheeks to make his cheeks look rosy and the little pointed hat but oh, the guy so the guy's funny he doesn't he can't talk to anybody but they they get him back to the diary room and they pass this task uh, I love it when they've uh, and they get a reward which we don't find out about yet, but sorry, go yeah, ahead. I love it where they've got the shot of the gnome man with all of the other gnomes around him in the diary room. <laughs> yeah, <just> right. <laughs> when they do the reveal, yeah. that right. Is, that is so funny, yeah. And then I wrote down here, Chanel talks about nothing but sex. That was just one note that I read. Because, mm -hmm. like, really, Chanel, does she have anything else on her mind except for sex, no, like, 24-7? she talks lots about sex. Lot so I think right here is where she's talking about... Uh, how nice her vagina is. Oh, I think this is where yeah, I wrote that I down. I remember that. Saying how it's all really nice and it's puffy. So Tom, uh, we find out... Uh, oh no, this isn't Tom, is it? No, Joe. 
We found out Joe is missing his kids on Father's Day. I wrote down Tom, but that's just because it's a man's name and it's three mm-hmm. letters. Uh, Joe misses his kids on Father's Day because I guess it's Father's yeah. Day there. Because uh, this was on Sunday. Uh, Fro doesn't have Father's Day the same day we do. Oh, really? And, yeah. We found that out this Sunday. But Yep. Hannah, Deborah, and Raph uh, get to talking about being the outsider group and how they feel like they're kind of being looked down on and that the other group is kind of all working together in a way and that they um, they feel like they don't the other group doesn't take as much time to kind of listen to what they have to say and other things like that uh, we get another truth and dare truth or dare section and this Kieran ends up giving a lap, lap dance to Joe because he doesn't really want to give a lap dance to any, anybody else because he's gonna he doesn't want to upset Rebecca is what I got out yeah. of it and Joe is supposed to say something uh, truthful, and he says that Rebecca isn't being herself. He thinks she's, uh, she think he thinks she's being a little fake, and that she's somebody else outside the house when not cameras aren't around, obviously. So after this, Rebecca asks Joe like kind of what what he meant by that, and Joe says to Rebecca, <laughs> "I thought it was funny. Nobody else seems to think it's funny, but he says it's not that I don't like you." It's that you irritate mm-hmm. me. <laughs> yeah. Her smile is annoying. Her laugh is annoying. Her voice is annoying. Right. And then she takes this. Uh, she takes this offensively because she thinks that he's saying that uh, the way she looks irritates him, not her smile. So she's saying she's thinking that he's saying something like she's ugly. Somehow she equates these two things, but I think it's just because she's even talked about it in the past. She's a bit. Um, she doesn't feel 100% comfortable in her own body. She's a bit uh, unnerved by her own uh, appearance. So him just saying something even close to that gets her upset. And it is a bit um, of a, you know, I'd be upset if somebody told me that just everything about me annoyed them. Whether they were just being honest and letting me know or whatever because it was a task. It would right. still upset you. Well, this was after the task. Yeah. This is Joe just saying it. But this yeah, is because outright. she was still upset but... about it and then asking about it. She couldn't just let it go and be like, right. well, that's his opinion. Maybe I find out what's annoying and try and change it. No, she wants to go and have it out with him. Right. I would just be like, oh, he doesn't He doesn't like being around me. I just try not to be around him and I wouldn't worry about mm. it. Like, there are people that irritate me for sure uh, in life or whatever. And you just... Uh, try to stay away from those irritations and if they start to irritate you you go hey that's kind of irritating mm-hmm. me which I, I he didn't say it in a very nice, nice way, way no. but he was also trying to be a little funny because the, even the people around were kind of laughing about yeah. it so which probably upset she, her she's more. the only one that took it offensively <laughs> but what ends up happening is Kieran takes Joe's side on this and Rebecca gets really pissed at Kieran and we end with uh, basically I wrote down Rebecca jumps on her uh, jump to conclusions mat, which is from, uh, uh, what, office space. She jumps to a bunch of conclusions and says that Kieran is taking Joe's side and all this, but uh, Big Brother calls Rebecca and Kieran to the diary room, and she finds out what really happened, and she finds out she's kind of in the wrong, Mm, and they make up. It's so cute. Oh my gosh, final episode. Thank God. Day 15, episode 16. Rebecca is still mad at Joe, uh, but she's not mad at Kieran now. And this is nominations, nomination day, so we got a lot of that in this episode. Uh, 
Loten, Kieran, and Raph have immunity from the VIPs, as we know. Uh, here's where we find out Chanel got all of her plastic surgery done in Turkey. I'm not really sure if that's, like, the same. Here, people will go have, like, surgeries done in Mexico because yeah. it's cheaper, but that doesn't always mean it's going to work yeah. out great. Is that how it... It definitely... Okay. There's a lot of... Because um, it's very easy to get over to Turkey, to get over to, um... I think places like... Oh, excuse me. I think places like the Czech Republic and things as well. But Turkey is a big one to go to to get surgeries. And, um... Right. Helping you to conceive treatment. Sure, okay. Uh, Rebecca tells Loten... <laughs> this is where Re Re Rebecca and Loten and Tom are talking, and she... Somehow, the the idea of golden showers come up, and we find out that Rebecca at some point gave Kieran a golden shower, and they all laugh about it. Gross. <laughs> right. These, they only they all think it's hilarious. Apparently. Oh, yeah. Uh, Maybe it was, that was hypothetical. Enough, enough times. Maybe they were just joking sure. about. Hey, they never say it was a joke, and, and it's, Kieran never goes... That's not true or anything like that. So it was a little like maybe the uh, big brother just cut it off at the right yeah. point. But that's where we're left. So we go to nominations. Joe ended up with eight uh, nominations. Rebecca, five. Chanel, three. Hannah, three. Tom, two. Um, so the people who end up getting actually nominated are Joe, Rebecca, Chanel, and Hannah. Chanel uh, calls a house meeting right here. Because she wants to get rid of the positive... She wants to get rid of the negative vibes from the house. <laughs> I love that you said positive vibes. <laughs> I do. I, I wrote down positive vibes, episode, but... If I'm honest. I, I hate people who say everything... Uh, v positive vibes is like the biggest bullshit term I've ever... Yeah, but then... In my it's, opinion. It's, so it's the lead me. up to the rest of the story. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's just like, in those scenarios, I would go... You can't always be positive all the time. That's just yeah. fake. That's what I would say if somebody said that to me. But Hannah tells Kieran uh, about the click. So Kieran was totally unaware that he was in this click. He was just like living in mm -hmm. the house. But since the outsiders see the click, the click doesn't necessarily see themselves as that. They only see the outsiders. Yeah. Right. So it kind of shows you how these house is working. But what happens is Kieran goes straight to the click and tells them what Hannah said. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wise. So Tom gets upset about this, and Hannah and Tom get in a fight, and that causes Hannah and Chanel to get in a fight uh, with Loten about nominations because uh, they're already in a fight, but now they're getting in a fight because Hannah and Chanel are the ones that got nominated. Uh, and Chanel, this is hilarious, she secretly goes into the kitchen and just takes a bunch of eggs and smashes them on the floor because <laughs> yes. she's pretty upset. She's just upset. She wants this. to like. Do something to mess with people. Yep. I love what she says in the uh, diary room about it. Okay, you'll have to point that out. I might not have it down. Ah. Rebecca gets really mad at this. She's Rebecca's the one that finds the eggs on the ground. And she gets really mad because people are wasting food. Which I guess is... that That's a reason to get mad. Yeah. I think while this is happening, they cut uh, to um, Chanel in the diary room. Saying, like, well, if they're all going to vote me out, if they don't want me to be here, this might be my last week. I'm going to make the most of it and I'm going to cause hell. Like they ain't seen nothing yet. They're all going right. to want to leave the Big Brother house. Oh, yeah, totally. And she even mentions that to Hannah later. Like, we we should just cause yep. chaos if they want us out of yeah, here. Yeah, I think Hannah's uh, the, only, the one that... I think Hannah and... Is it Raph? Does Raph know as well? That it's her doing the eggs? We never... 
she definitely mentions it to two people, but I remember that scene, and they never show who's on the other side right. of the couch. We know it. We so, know definitely Hannah yeah. knows. I think it's Raph. Yeah, I think Raph knows as well because of later in the in the bedroom where they're all laughing yeah. about it. Um, but everyone gets mad about the eggs on the floor, and Tom, he's like, "I'm gonna take these two gallons of milk and dump it down the sink if nobody tells me who dumped the eggs on the floor." So his plan for getting mad about people wasting food is to waste more yeah. food. Good job, That's Tom. That's exactly how things work. <laughs> Way to be a hypocrite. <laughs> and it's because everybody was blaming him as well. Everybody was saying it was him and he was getting really wound up being right, wrongfully right. accused. But Tom and Rebecca have been having issues with each other, so Tom starts to blame Rebecca because Joe said he thinks it was Rebecca, so now Tom is blaming Rebecca. And Rebecca ends up getting really mad at Joe because she finds out that Joe's the one that's blaming her and they had already had the whole fight about him saying that he found found her irritating. And her bringing his daughter And so she's it. getting super mad at Joe, and she's yelling across the bedroom, and they're in opposite mm-hmm. bedrooms, uh, and Joe can still hear her yelling, like, he, how horrible he is. And as this whole thing is happening, Hannah, Chanel, and Raph are just sitting there laughing their asses off, because they all know what really happened. And so sh- I just wrote, Chanel gets the last yeah. laugh. <laughs> and, oh, we, and we go to credits. Oh, they also... Um, she literally gets the last laugh. She says laugh. something... <laughs> But she's like, oh my god, I can't deal with all this arguing. And everybody just says, we'll go to sleep then. She's like, how can I go to sleep with there's somebody screaming in the room that I'm in? She's yeah. like, I can't, that's ridiculous. So who's going out on Friday, do you think, uh, Della? Uh, Rebecca, I think. She's even yeah. annoyed me a bit. And I'm I, quite I sympathetic. Also, I also think it's going to be Rebecca. Luke? Uh, I think it'll be Hannah, probably. Hannah. Well, maybe. She has been rather outspoken she and just, she's, annoying. Yeah, she just, uh, she's also a bit boring. Yeah, she's boring, she but also She doesn't really aggro. add a lot to the house. Very, very sure. easy to aggravate and over the top when she is aggravated, if you get what I mean. Luke, do you have yeah. anything? I just don't see them picking her to save. Yeah. Right. Luke, do you have anything to plug? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. Dillo. Oh, I did have something, but I forgot what it was. Oh. Well, while you think about it, I guess I can do... Uh, if you want to get a free book and a 30-day trial, go to audible.com forward slash another digital citizen oh. and get a free book and a 30-day trial. Oh, it's audibletrial.com. That's what I said. No, you said audible. Oh, audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Yep. Sorry. That's audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. And if you can't remember it, email us anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com or find us on Facebook where you just search Another Digital Citizen. You'll see it's it's kind of cool. You can see what's going on. You can ask us questions. You can tell us things. Gives you opinions. Oh, that wasn't real English. Gives us your opinions. <laughs> uh, thank you for, to Bill for recapping NXT and giving us uh, insight to NXT. Uh... Coming up next week, we have news of the week. We are going to give our top five YouTube pages and uh, channels, you mean, maybe. Not pages. Right. Channels. Yeah. Sorry. YouTube channel. Well, technically, the channel is a page, but whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, we will do uh, Big Brother uh, week three. And we have uh, another digital review of the movie that I am going to see on Friday, the last night. 
uh, Transformers last night. Sorry. Uh, from America, Norway, and United Kingdom, this has been another digital citizen. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.